For everyone who's joining us here live on YouTube, this is kind of like a special YouTube thing. We usually don't go live on YouTube for the Who Moved My Freedom podcast because YouTube doesn't let us hold guns when we're live. So we usually do this from Utreon. If you want to join us over on Utreon, it's Utreon, U-T-R-E-O-N, slash Who Moved My Freedom podcast or WMMF podcast. That's where you can find us uh, when we're live. If you're joining us here, you're listening on audio, uh, you could do the same thing. We, we put it up on YouTube as well. It's just not live. So that's just the uh, public service announcement for everyone that is out there. Let me, um, let me get my guests up into frame here. Now we are, so Black Rambo is going to be joining us. Okay, we've got Gina Lucille and we've got uh, Timmy Dunn. So I, if you guys are ready, I am going to kick off the buttons here and we're going to get this popping right now. Ready? We're, we're ready. ready for this. Hope you're ready. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right. Boom. There you go. We are live. Uh, so, you know, you guys have never, ever, 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 ever been on the show. This is how we start off every show. Everyone has to do it. I don't care how tough they are. We got to do jazz hands. We're taking it back from the terrorists. This is how it goes. Jazz hands. There you go. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on out there because we are live. This is episode 977 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I am your host, Hank Strange. And uh, the title is What in the MMA is K2S Combat? And uh, our guests are going to be, of course, we've got Gina Lucille. She's right here. I've never met her before. But uh, if you're listening on audio, you're missing out. This is a very beautiful woman that is joining us here. I cannot describe the statue. Just picture Wonder Woman. That's what you do. <laughs> there you go. Also joining us, no, no less beautiful, you know, Timmy, Timmy Dunn. <laughs> Is, is also joining us here. Uh, what's going on, Tibby? And you, you, up, you're a country music singer, right? I'm not familiar with either I, one of you guys. Forgive me for that. I, man, I don't know. Where you been at? Uh, you know, man. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just I've been playing. doing this YouTube thing, man. It's been rough. It's been rough. He's been I, on YouTube. I, I, checked in, I checked in on you, man. I, I like uh -oh. it. So uh -oh. uh, it's good to be here. Uh -oh. Okay, awesome. You. Thanks for coming in. We also have Black Rambo joining us. And, uh, you know, he's going to be a little late. Uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what's up with that when he joins us. Rambo, he's, he's riding his alligator here. Sometimes oh. he gets, oh, okay. wants to stop for a snag. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he could be a while then. He could be a while. Yeah, he could be a minute. Yeah. 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 So, but, but big thanks for you guys, uh, to you guys for joining us here. Um, I'm going to start with Gina. You know, can you tell us like who you are, what you do? You directly represent uh, K2S Combat, right? So you can also tell us all about that. Yes. So, man, that's a loaded question, but this is a loaded mm -hmm podcast. So let's just dive mm -hmm. into it, man. Mm -hmm. So I've been a professional athlete for a really long time, uh, about mm -hmm. 15 years. 
And I've always had a passion for mixed martial arts. And I started Taekwondo as a kid, competed point sparring, mm-hmm. um, fell in love with kind of um, MMA training just to get fit. Okay. And um, to stay light because I was a jockey. So I raced horses for a living. And so I started doing broadcasting for that. Then shortly after, um, I got a job working with a huge MMA company and broadcasted like 60-something shows uh, one year. And I really found a passion for it. So when I got connected with uh, the owner of K2S Combat, they offered me a position to do the broadcasting, creative content. And I'm really passionate about that because the fighters need that. They need, you know, and that's what we want. We want to be entertained. So we have... um, we have a great platform that we're building with the celebrity guests like Timmy Dunn and mm-hmm. Black Rambo and Mr. Keys. So mm-hmm. we're already loaded there. Um, yeah. Man, H2S Combat is offering good pay for fighters. They're mm-hmm. offering um, tournaments. They're signing fighters. They have networks wanting to put the content on television so we're in the talks with uh three major networks right now to have different types of tv shows i just pitched um we're going to no other promotions doing this we have a a tournament right now that's worth a hundred thousand dollars and it's for a lightweight so that's a 155 weight class only the guys that weigh 155 they're all regional top level fighters so they've been compete they're veterans in the sport you could say and we're offering them a chance to win $100,000 after three fights. So there's it's an eight-man bracket. Uh, we have four fights starting in Atlanta, April 15th. Make sure you get your tickets because they're going to be sold out. And it's only a 5,000-seat venue, so it's, it's going to be between the opening acts that we have, the fighters competing for a lot of money. Um, it's just going to be a lit environment. So these guys are fighting uh, the first round of this Grand Prix in Atlanta, Georgia, for $100,000. And then those four fighters move to the semifinale and fight in two fights. And then those two finalists fight for $100,000. Not only are those two finalists fighting for $100,000, but we have pitched a TV series for the network where these two fighters will train eight fighters that are amateurs but going to turn pro and fight in a $50,000 Grand Prix, but it's only for pro debut fighters, so fighters who are going to make their pro debut. And that TV show with those Grand Prix fighters, that whoever wins that, the finalists get an automatic ticket into the $50,000 pro debut K2S Combat tournament. So it's a multi-layer company. It's not just a company that is a regional prom, you know promotion fight team you know fight company that you see usually this company has layers to it and they're trying to build their fighters and give them a platform and financially support them because they don't make a lot of money fighting okay cool understood yeah um and then before before we go on to Timmy so um you know what's your position in the company exactly are you just like a, a spokesperson or is that? Did you get that one, Timmy? 
No, no, not That's Timmy. Not no, no, oh. you, Gina, you, Gina. Oh, yeah. for me. Yeah. 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 She's looking at me like, what? <laughs> I was like, no, no. I see. Yeah. Before we go to him, I just wanted to, to touch on the company. Yeah. You mentioned it. Okay. And then Dave from Down the Barrel that we've had on the show several times. That's a, that's a firearms manufacturer. I think um, he's involved in this here. So I just wanted to like get get a little background Clarify on that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So Dave called me because he had this idea of wanting mm -hmm. to have a fight promotion. Mm -hmm. And I said, absolutely. And he saw me work for other companies. And so I originally stepped in as a broadcaster, creative content um, mm -hmm. creator, producer type of role. Um, and then after having a couple of meetings with him, he said, you know, you know a lot about this. And I said, yeah, I, I do. And I'm really passionate about it. So he said, well, I told him everything you need to do to have a successful promotion. And then I added a couple, like I just kind of zhuzhed it up with extra things that I think that the um, MMA world is missing out the whole community. And so he put me in a position where now I'm, you know, overseeing everything that comes through the door per se for the company. I'm okay. also um, the main, you know, broadcasting sports host for the, you know, for the show on the events. Mm -hmm. okay. And, um, putting everything together creative content wise. So I put together the pilots and the TV shows and I pitched to the networks and, um, you know, I do all the show flows, um, post fight interview show flows, pre fight shows, it's anything that you see on the UFC or Bellator PFL. That's exactly how we're going to run it. Why recreate the wheel? It's already invented. Um, so yeah, so we're just adding, we're adding the entertainment aspect like Timmy and Rambo and John and all the opening acts and performers and stuff like that. So, okay. Awesome. Yeah. And then, yes. Now let's go to Timmy Dunn for the audience out there. If you haven't uh, heard of Timmy Dunn, tell us, you know, who you are, Timmy and how you came to be doing what you're doing. Google, Google know. tells me you're a country music star. So let's go. I don't know. We can start there. Only Monday through Friday, right? <laughs> like on, on weekdays. Uh, okay. No, man, I, I've been playing music for a long time. It's been like seven years uh, that we've been at it. Uh, but we've, we've been playing. Uh, we're kind of, uh, we got a very conservative camp. And mm -hmm. um, so I guess, I'll be honest with you, I don't even know. Who, oh, John Keys. That's, that's how it happened. So John reached out mm -hmm. to me and said, uh, hey, man, I got a buddy that's doing, you know, the tournaments and all that stuff. And he needs a... Uh, uh, he's looking for five celebrities. So okay. I'm like, well, what are we talking for? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I don't know what. And then he's like, no, so that's who he, what he wants. He's looking for a country artist. And I'm like, okay. And then I was like, am I going to play a country song before an MMA fight? That don't <laughs> seem. And I almost didn't. Like, I was just like, nah, this, I don't know if that's good. And uh, I get on a thread and we start talking. I'm talking to David or whatever. And he's like, man, I just want you to come out there and be you your personality that's all we need and i'm like what so you want to pay me to come out and just talk to people and and i know there's a lot more to it than that but it's like i don't have to i don't have to get on those stage and put on a show or nothing like that i'm just coming out and being a personality for it and, and that's what you want and he's like yes that's what we want so uh john hooked that up john keys hooked that up um and uh next thing i know that's what we're doing i was going to do one show i was going to do the july 15th show and then next thing I know, it's two shows. The next thing I know, we're talking, and, you know, me and Gina, and we're all mm -hmm. talking or whatever. And next thing I know, it's like, David's like, bro, like, you can do all five for all I care. Let's do it. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we play, mm -hmm. we play music, man. And uh, now we're doing this. So what kind of music? So are you, 
you know, is the show opening with country music? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I haven't seen no, one of these yet. I haven't seen one yet. So we have, yeah. uh, well, I mean, this, they don't do this. Top, um, Topside mm-hmm. Mob is going to, they're a rap group out in Atlanta. We have two okay. other rap groups that are going to open. So right, from right. when people come in the door, from 5.30 till 6.30, we have open acts. We have performers rapping. So it mm-hmm. kind of depends on what area we're in and having a show. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, by the way, Mr. Black Rambo has decided. Hey, to, how y'all doing? Has decided hey. to uh, to bless us. What's up, man? What's go- oh oh boy, the dreadlocks just came out. The dreadlocks just yeah, came out. Yeah, how y'all doing? Y'all doing all right? Yeah. What's up? We're just we're in the getting to know everyone's. Yeah, we're in the getting to know everyone stage uh, right now. So Timmy was just telling us how. So how long have you been doing music and particularly country music, Timmy? Um, like I, I've been playing music for the past seven years, um, and it's okay. been country music since since I started. Um, mm-hmm. When I was younger, like a teenager, I had like an R and B group. You know what I mean? And uh, okay. we had all the dance moves and all that stuff. And <laughs> we went out to DC and did some things, and that was fun as a kid. But uh, I pretty much put it all down until I got married, honestly. Um, it mm-hmm. wasn't until, like, my wife's family got me uh, back on any kind of music at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just kind of in the world just doing whatever and uh, met her. And then next thing I know, we're playing around with some guitars and stuff. So, uh, and, that, and that's how that's how I got into it, really. I grew mm-hmm. up around country music and rap music and everything. I'm mixed, so mm-hmm. my mom's white, my dad's black, so we heard all of it. Right, right, yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. And I think, you know, there used to be a time, I'm probably older than all you guys, but there used to be a time when all this music used to mix together and be on the same radio stations and everything like that. And I kind of miss those days, man. And I hope we get back to that kind of stuff, you know? Uh, Uh, mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, I remember, I mean, um, like in the 90s, I I feel like if you change the channel, you could tell, okay, this is a country station. This is a pop station. This is a rap station, um, but now it, it like these days it seems really really mixed up as to you don't know what you're really on. You know what I mean? Unless you're on one of them hardcore hip hop stations, which we have that around here, um, it's like all mixed together is what I'm kind of seeing. So and some people like it, and some people don't. It depends on what day you ask them, I guess. But yeah, exactly. And I think there is a lot more of like genre mixing and all that going on. Okay, so Black Rambo, just so you know, bro, uh, we are on YouTube. So I know I saw you pop the yeah, safe. No, the safe open. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't mess with anything. <laughs> don't. I didn't uh, touch nothing. I just yeah. like, y'all got these nice, y'all got these nice backdrops, and I'm sitting in my bathroom, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in my bathroom. I'm like, man, I need a nice backdrop. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I know, All I know right. the rules. No. I got okay. Two million cool. followers on YouTube. I know, I know. I know. Oh, you did not get those two million followers by following the rules. So, that, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, so listen, welcome to the show. I, I, do you want to give everyone like a little bit of, oh, did we lose him? I think we lost him there. Uh, oh, there he goes. Yeah, do you, get, do you want to give, the, for the folks out there who don't know who Black Rambo is, for the, there might be like one or two people out there that don't know do you want to tell everyone like you know who you are what you do how you how did you get to doing this man this is the getting to know you part before we just all get wild and rowdy here oh how you doing i'm uh terrell jasper they call me black rambo i'm a uh, marine corps war veteran and i I collect guns 
and I'm on the TV show on the History Channel called Swamp People. And I'm I'm a big YouTuber, you know. I'm I'm the fun guy with guns. A lot of people, a lot of people try to be uptight. You know, I'm safe and stuff. As long as you're safe, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying you're doing right. I just try to show people you could you could be yourself and still shoot guns. And I have my own ammunition line. And I'm just a cool guy to hang out with. All right, very cool. I, li- I like how you're all like uh, yep. demure. You're all quiet and demure right now. I like that, man. I like that. <laughs> I can vouch for Rand. Oh, I was, I was asleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, yeah. I, I'm just. I, she just texted me. She man, I, I don't have no agents, no assistants, no nothing. So <laughs> everything go off my head. And she just texted right. me. She was like, "Hey, you coming to the podcast?" And I was like, "I just was changing my dog cage and stuff." And yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tired, but I'm here. No, listen, man. I appreciate <laughs> you coming on. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you coming on. It's cool. I know. I recently. I just saw you. I, what was that? Like maybe, I don't know, three four days ago at the gathering. Yeah, last weekend yeah, at the gathering. Yeah, that was yep. cool, man. Yeah, and, that was fun, man. I was turned. I'm still tired from that, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Flying Rich, who's my friend that I brought up there to uh, shoot your golden, your golden gun at the uh, at the show, he says, "Uh, yo, 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 do you miss me, Black Rambo?" So there you go. That's from. Uh, I miss him already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I miss him. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I was going to say, man, like seeing you there at that show, I think that's the most we ever got a chance to talk. And I appreciate you taking the time to talk and all that. Um, You know, I think we've seen each other. We've seen like, you know, I think you've been doing this for a few years now and we've seen each other. But that's probably the first time we really got to, to, um, to, you know, to mix it up. Yeah, a lot uh, of people, a lot of people don't understand me until we actually sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. Once we sit down and talk, you'll be like, all right, this, this dude, you know, he's a regular guy. He's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, they, they, see, a lot of people judge books by his cover, you know what I'm saying? That's just life. Hey. You know what I'm saying? They look at yeah. my diamond teeth. They look at my dreadlocks and the gold mm-hmm. chains and stuff and mm-hmm. think I'm some type of thug or gang. I don't know what they think I am, you know what I mean? Right. But it's crazy because I'm actually on TV. and I'm actually this charming guy. Right. <laughs> and he's totally modest. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was one of the things, like, very genuine, very nice, right, outgoing. Right. And when he turned, like, I've never, I haven't really, no, I've never been around someone who can just, like, turn their personality on and it's a mm-hmm. million dollar personality. Yeah. Besides, oh, yeah. Like, I could do it right and, now. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Right now. It doesn't matter how tired they are. Like, it's just like, boom. I mean, they're, they're entertainers, yeah. you know, so, they want to make yeah. happy. Yes, just so that you guys know, so that uh, Gina and Timmy know, when Black Rambo said some shooters are uptight, he, he was probably talking about me. Yeah, some of these other shooters no. are uptight. That's cool. But, That's cool. But, That's okay. <laughs> I'm just but messing no, with but, you. But, but no, mm-hmm. they, I'm just being real. They got different mm-hmm. lanes in shooting now. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? They got yeah. tactical. Uh-huh. They got regular. Because <laughs> everybody can't be tactical. They got moms and and and. and my cousins, everybody's not tactical. Everybody's not. No, no I understand that. Everybody's not. Yeah, you listen, so, I, I understand that, man. And I know, like, so, for example, when we first used to meet, like, when I first saw you, you used to keep it real short because you're like, I could tell you're like, this guy's probably going to lecture me about safety or something like that. So you'd be like, yeah, what's mm-hmm, up, man? How yeah. you doing? And then keep moving. <laughs> but here's the, yeah. here's, the, here's the reality. Listen, 
Numbers don't lie. That's for all of us. Anything that we do, numbers don't lie. When I saw you at the show, like you have 2 million followers. I saw you out there. There are a lot of people who are big fans of yours that are like serious shooters and all that kind of stuff. And ultimately, this thing that we're all doing here is entertainment and you're entertaining people just by being who you are. And there's a there's a big value in that. So I respect that. But, and, but, but you, you know, see, it's all good. Uh, my videos are short. Nobody sees the clearing before the video, the after. Mm -hmm. I only show them the one minute of the good part of the video. You know, yeah. the best part, you know? Yeah. Listen, and, and I get in trouble. I, war veteran. I get I in trouble anybody, all the time. Veterans? Any of y'all veterans? No, not me. Any of y'all veterans? Yeah. Timmy? No. Yeah. I'm a no. real life war veteran. I've been to mm -hmm. war. Respect. I got combat action medal. Yeah. And yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when people tell me stuff, it's like, I hear you, but... Mm -hmm. Listen, what I'm trying to say to you, what I'm trying to listen, I listen. It's an assumption. It's and it's what you said before, yeah. Rambo. It's like mm -hmm. people judge you for what you look like. I mean, I, we've all been judged for what we look like. Absolutely. You know, yeah. one thing that I love about content is you're you are very safe because I've seen you firsthand be safe with firearms. Mm -hmm. But you're you're not only entertaining people, but you're bringing awareness to the Second Amendment. You're allowed to have guns. You're allowed to mm -hmm. shoot. You're allowed to learn about safety. And it's number one, it is safety. You have to have respect for that's what I love about combat. Anything combat, it's self discipline, self respect, and self control. And that's something that Rambo, he, he brings it to the crowd, but then he also has that fun factor that people are just drawn to. They want to watch him, they want to see what mm -hmm. happens next, mm -hmm. but, you know, but, but, and not everybody has that. Mm -hmm. You have that extra expense. What people don't understand is it takes people like me for people to see certain things. Then they go see the proper people that they need to see. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. I they totally agree. We're, we're going to take a quick break. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old US of A and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. So listen, man, this is the reason why I bring it up. And, uh, and and there's a lot of things I think we'd all like to talk about. But one of the things that I, I was telling Lola after we were hanging out with you, I was like, you know what? That that brother seems real like down to earth and like settled and comfortable in everything that he's doing. And I just want to tell you, man, congratulations. You know what I mean? Everyone, like you said, we all we all play a part in this. And I think that, you know, you're doing good things and. You know, it's everything's to I just me. Want to help I'm, I'm happy about it, man. That's all. Yeah. I want. I want everybody to make it, man. That's absolutely. I don't see yeah. why people hate on me because I hate on nobody. Yeah. Everything I can do to help anybody, I want to help you. Yeah, and I so. think, like you said, man, people once they get to know you, they're they're not gonna hate you. So there you go. All right. So listen, we could talk about whatever we want to now. We got all the intros, everything out of the way. You guys are here to talk about uh, K2S combat, some MMA stuff. Do you guys want to talk about that, or what? What do you want to talk about? Well, I want to bring up something because I was just mm -hmm. talking about with mm -hmm. this with a fighter is mm -hmm. when Rambo, when you're saying people are you know hating on you. It comes across hate, but it's actually just jealousy. It's people that okay. they, you know, if everybody mm -hmm. would just focus on themselves, 
look themselves in the mirror and take one step forward towards what their goal is in life or even set a goal, find a goal, figure out what Mm -hmm. your goal is or what makes you happy in life Mm -hmm. and stop focusing on other people and what they're doing. Except like just enjoy what they're doing It let it inspire you. If you don't like it, move on. That's how I was raised. Yep. Yep. And I think, but I think also by like the biggest thing that I think that you said is there's all flavors in what we're doing and everyone doing this brings people to the table. And when people come to the table now, it's up to them to be responsible for who they are and how they do what they do. Right. But ultimately, whatever is the most entertaining is what gets people in the door for for anything that we're doing. Like you guys, you guys are doing MMA fighting. You got to get people in the door. Right. For you sure. Know? I mean, we've yeah. got uh, we've got some really one thing that um, like I keep I keep saying this. What what we're doing different is we're having performers, we're having mm-hmm. open acts, we're having celebrities um, showcase what they want because we can intertwine the whole you know the whole entertainment industry. It's it's mm-hmm. the same essentially. Mm-hmm. It's the same music, fighting, boxing, mm-hmm. TV. You know, wouldn't you agree, Timmy? Yeah, I you know I, t- I totally agree. The business stays the same no matter what uh, you're talking about, whether it be country music, rap music, fighting, or anything. The business mm-hmm. part stays the same to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Timmy, do you want to? Do you do you want to? Uh, do you are you into guns? That's the question I want to ask Timmy. I don't know, yeah, man. So don't. Okay, you're into guns. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, what kind of guns you into? What kind of stuff? So, you like? um, kind of guns? by the way, I like your I like your sponsor here, the Walter. Okay, look, cool. Uh, so I, yeah, I watch look at it. All the time. Look at his water. Look at his water. <laughs> Retreat. <laughs> what does it say? Retreat. No equals no defeat. There you go. No, no retreat. No retreat. On the side and all that. Yeah. Is it whose shirt is yeah. that you're wearing, Timmy? Whose shirt is that? Whose sweater? It's a company called. It's a company called Brawler Ball, and uh, Brawler they're out of Montana. Okay, okay uh, it's cool. It's a young dude, man. He's like 17. He started this company. Uh, real big conservative, so we kind of cool. We kind of agree on a lot of things, so I'm wearing his stuff. Okay, awesome. Timmy is also rocking a Bass Pro Shops hat, which is all I think it's awesome. I love it. Um, are you like is is that one of your sponsors or something like that, Bass Pro? I wish. Uh, oh. No, I mean I was gonna uh, say, man, because can I, can I get like a discount code or something? No, nah, I wish oh. I could. Uh, I can get you a discount <laughs> code for this right here, though. Um, but uh, it's just Timmy15. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. But no, nah, I, <laughs> I wish I could, man. Like, uh, uh-huh. hey, but listen, I was wearing Bass Pro hats before it was cool. I don't okay. know what happened, when it happened, but all of a sudden, everybody and their mamas and grandmas start wearing Bass Pro hats. But mm-hmm. w- whatever. But no, nah, I, I don't have a sponsorship. <laughs> just wish I did. Maybe this will do it. Who knows? Yeah. Listen, I was wearing, um, like I said, I'm 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 probably older than you guys. I, than you guys, I was rocking skull shirts and uh, like you know skull bell buckles and all that even before Lil Wayne, man, even before Lil Wayne. And then I don't know if he saw me somewhere and then he started copying my swagger, you know. That's but, what happened. You know, but yeah, he kind of yeah. made it blow up. But that's how it goes. That's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> Um, I like my so, Rambo shirt. I need a Rambo shirt. I what's his shirt? Oh, is that? Dead. Yeah, let's see. What's your shirt? Let's it's see. I'll so go on. Cool. Black Rambo ammo. There you go. Oh, Black that Rambo just gives me a great idea. Yeah, I'm the first African American in the. I'm the first African American in the world to have his own ammunition line. Oh, sweet! Congratulations, man. Yeah. 
You've I'm done a bunch of my system. <laughs> oh, you're getting up. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, Gina, what about you? Are you into guns? What kind of guns do you like? Uh, Absolutely. Timmy was saying he likes Walther, which is sponsoring us. Uh -huh. And that's what yeah, I no. actually, I carry Walther. Glocks, Glocks are cool okay. too. Yeah. Uh, you want to know something about Walther? What? Uh, uh, what? Now, tell me, I want me to tell you a secret about Walther. That's the people that made the alligator gun, right? At the shot show, right? Oh. Uh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. You I saw that alligator, $30,000. Oh, I got I like one million something views for, the, for Walter. Oh, okay. All right, How y'all cool. doing, Walter? Oh, okay. How y'all doing, Walter? <laughs> do you, do you know them? Walter. Remember at the shot show? Yeah, do you know those guys no, well? No, at the shot show. Uh-huh. No, at the shot show. Okay. I walked by, and I told him I'd give him some free promo, you know, so we could mm -hmm. work. Okay. And then I uh, I gave him the free promo and got the million views. Hi, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll link you up with them, man. They sponsor the show. Yeah. So, I'll, you know, after yeah, this, I'll get... Hot. Yeah, I'll get Lola to link you up with them. They're really no, good dudes. Good people. I talk to yeah. Them yeah. yeah, link me up. Yeah, trust me. If they're going to sponsor... I just noticed it. It caught my attention. Yeah, if they sponsor me, you know, and I'm kind of wild and crazy, man, you know, they're, they're good folks. So, that's how it goes. You're not wild and crazy. You're not wild and crazy. I'm, it's all relative. It's all no relative. No way you're wild and crazy. <laughs> it's all... Uh, me? You don't think I am? No, oh, not, okay. not compared right. to me. Yeah, we're gonna have no. who's we're gonna have a competition of who's who's crazier. <laughs> we could yeah. just go look at each other's videos and see that. Oh, so videos—that's one thing, you know. Um, I'm actually, I'm in actually. Real oh, real life! Oh, Lord. in real life, I'm actually worse than I put out there, and people probably think I'm loud and obnoxious in the videos that I put out there. But in real life, I'm worse, man. And I, and I always no, tell people I'm I'm probably more hood than anyone would believe. Like Lola gets mad at me because we have you know we got a house. She's got a we got a dining room. She's got a dining room table. I sit on the floor and eat. That's what I do. I eat my tub. <laughs> That's not, I've yeah. done that. I eat my bathtub. I got TV, everything in there. Oh okay. <laughs> only only in hotels though. Is it a fancy? Not fancy, but I was at like a hotel that had the. You know, had the TV in the tub and stuff, and uh -huh. I was like, "I'm eating here." Oh, <laughs> like, ah, okay. Eating your tub? That Y'all have TV in your bathroom? No, in my in, in my tub, man. In my tub, there's a whole bunch of stuff, man. I got like extra paper to uh, toilet paper in my tub. You know, I keep supplies. <laughs> Doesn't that clog it up? <laughs> no, no. I'm saying I just that's I where like... I stack. That's where I stack everything. <laughs> So you know, yeah, like energy stones, I got TVs and stuff. Uh oh, I think we're gonna get to see. Yeah, yeah. While he's going over, are you actually are you in the tub now? Let's see. I can get in it because it's big. Oh, look at that! Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I see some crystals there. <laughs> I got yeah, stones. I see some shells. Stone. Oh, oh, stones. Yeah. I know shells. That's good energy crystals. Right. Oh, there oh, you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Happy stuff, little little yeah, dice. Look yeah. Well, you yeah. have a peacock stone that makes me happy. Yeah, some spirituality up in there. I see. All right, very nice. Yeah. yeah so listen, I, I got a lot mm -hmm. of people don't know this. I went to school for uh, massage therapy. Graduated. HVAC. Graduated. Electric. Okay. Graduated. Yeah, you want to see some diplomas? I can show you that too. A lot of people yeah. don't know that. I know how to effleurage. I know how to petrosage. I can change a capacitor. I could change compressor, I could change thermostat, and I could wire your house up. Yeah. <laughs> hustler, hustler. 
When you yeah, said you, you, you when you to take care of that too. When you said you went to school for massage therapy, I thought about those videos I see on Instagram of those dudes in Jamaica that's like oiling up and massaging your girl. Did I do, is, is, am I the only person who's seen that? No. Uh, uh, on our algorithms. Yeah. Have you seen those videos of the dudes? They put the videos up there like, yeah, tell your girl to come over here and get massaged up. <laughs> My husband would be like, I didn't see oh, no. no. Oh, you're showing us the, oh, he's showing us the, uh, he's got receipts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <legit>. <laughs> All right. Well, let me see you doing one of those videos now. You know. No, nah, man. I, I, you, what happened was, I just figured out I had some money mm. for school when I got out the Marines. So yeah. I just had to spend my money. And I'm my stupid tail thought, oh, massage school. Yeah, I'm just going to go up there, lay down, get some massages. And I ain't know, I know I had to learn the whole anatomy of the body and all that stuff. <laughs> but I'm not no quitter. Whatever I, whatever I go in, I go in head first. So, okay, cool. Me. All right. I got some more cool stuff too. I got these things. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, so that's the that's for when you hit a million, right? That's oh, when you got your first okay. million. Yeah, million. Yeah. Yep. I got a hundred thousand yeah. right here. Right, 100, right. Hundred thousand right here, and I got this one. I didn't hang up yet. Uh huh. I ain't hang this one up yet. Uh, what's that for? The that's double? That's for the double million, or? No, I got three pages. With a hundred. Oh, okay. Okay, sweet. That's so cool. Yeah, I just never hung it up yet. Okay. I'm trying to get that diamond one, man. Ten yeah. million, man. You're only eight million away, man. Come you on, Virg. You're only eight million away, so man, I'm gonna get that. Watch. Yeah. Just give me, give me like four years. I'm gonna have it. No, even Wait. take four years. I wanted yeah. to, um, Timmy. Ahead, what were what were you gonna say about the check mark? Uh, <laughs> I think I know what you're about to say because I just found this out today. I think I think we're on the same, but I I, I want to hear you're yeah, the Tim, professional. Yeah, Tim was saying something's up with the blue check mark, right? Was that on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, okay. So, oh, am I? I mean, it, well, with all of them, I think uh, right now. And um, by the way, yeah. I'll show everyone's Instagram when I get a chance. So this is uh, Timmy Dunn. Here you go. There's his Instagram right there. What, what's wrong with the blue check mark, Timmy? Tell me something. Exactly oh, let me make sure. Let me make sure I follow, just, and you guys need to make sure you're following yeah. out there too. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. call you out on that too, because I, like, oh. I was like, I like how it just says follow right there. Um, man, it's uh, so it's crazy okay. because I, I get up, I get up this morning. I heard about it. I heard about it with Twitter. I heard about it, maybe possibly with Instagram. I get up, and there's this, there's this dude in my town, right? And uh, listen, he don't play music. He don't. He don't. He's not an actor, singer. Uh, no politician. He's he's nothing. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me back up. I, he didn't do anything. So you look at you look at like what me, Rambo, and and, and a bunch of other people went through to mm -hmm. get that, and now all of a sudden you can get it for fourteen ninety nine a month. Come on. Oh wait, wait, wait. You're saying that um, you're saying that Instagram now is doing the same thing as Twitter with the blue check mark. Yes, yeah, fourteen ninety nine a month. All you oh, gotta wow. do is show your little ID and you're 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 verified. And now you got people on here cap. You got people on here capping, right? You got people on here being like, "Man, nobody thought I could do it." Man, uh, shout out to the haters who pushed me to da 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 da. da. Now I'm verified, <laughs> and I'm like, "You ain't left the you ain't left town." Wow, Damn, I'm mad. Okay. They need to give us certain. They need mm -hmm. to give us a little diamond on ours or something, huh? 
So wait, so, so so when they started this, did you lose your blue check mark unless you paid them, or you still keep your blue check mark? No, nah, you still you still keep it, and uh, there there's there's only like a couple ways to differentiate like who got it like who got mm-hmm. it, you know, before March 2023. There's mm-hmm. a couple ways to to figure that out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it don't change. Even worse, in their little bylaws or whatever, they say. Uh, for everybody who's already verified, feel free to go ahead and get our meta vetter, uh, meta verified subscription if you want to. So hold on. So you want me to also go ahead and pay the fifteen dollars a month to what? You're gonna put two blue checks marks right there, or what? I don't know. But mm-hmm. I, I just okay. hate all the. You're about to see so much fronting, faking, and capping on here, <laughs> and it's gonna be people. People who ain't left their bedroom is going to be verified. So, so let me say, let me say a couple of things. First of all, like I've been on Instagram since, I don't know, man. I think I I probably went on Instagram. I've been on Instagram for more than 10 years. I don't have a blue check mark or anything like that on Instagram. A lot of these social media places have like actually suppressed me. So I, I personally don't really think it's a bad thing. And even when Twitter did it, I didn't think it was a bad thing. And I, I give money to Twitter because I, I like what Elon Musk is doing. I think he's more he's running it more fairly than other social media platforms, right? Um, sure. And so I want that to be around. Uh, Instagram, for sure, like uh, shadow bans me and all that because I'm a gun guy. So, you know, my thing on it is a little bit different. Also, I would say this is pimping. This is their platform. And if they see that Twitter's making money, they're going to go, oh, we're, we're walking away from millions of dollars. So they're going to they're going to chime in on this. Yeah, go yes. ahead. Yeah, go, go ahead. Man, I ain't never care about no blue check mark. <laughs> but that's the difference. About do you have? Do you have? Real, like, <laughs> like that's the difference. Bro, numbers don't lie. I yeah. just got a blue check mark. Like what? This year, man. What did blue you? Blue check mark don't mean nothing. Everywhere I go, people know me. Without a blue check mark, blue check marks don't mean nothing, bro. Nothing <laughs> at all. No, no, no. Listen, no, but you, you know what? Do you know what grinds my gears is the fact that more people want to be freaking influencers, fake influencers, like mm-hmm. just going online and doing absolutely nothing yeah. than actually going out well, and doing something like something but, but worth here's it. The thing. Here's the thing y'all don't understand. Those mm-hmm. people with those blue check marks still don't have the numbers to back up what they're doing. So if they go to other companies, nobody's still going to work with them. They just got That's a blue true. check mark to talk yeah. stuff to their friends. Yeah. That's all they're talking about. Like the yeah, they're, they're not doing. They're not doing big business. Don't even not about... doing big business. Don't even let that worry about you, Timmy. They're not doing big business. If he don't have, I know ten thousand followers, he, he he just got a blue check mark. Everybody else well, is fake. Oh, he paid think... for it. Well, what's what I think? I'm throwing what, up what people's. Is, I'm throwing up people's yeah, Instagrams, by the way, and and making sure I'm following them for for everyone who's you know who's it's, out there. It's yeah, not so. Mm-hmm. It's not so much like oh he's got a check mark and he doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It, like you guys worked really hard, and it was a process to get a check mark, so it meant something. Now they just took the value out of it. Yeah. So like, here we go. Black Ramble's about to hit his million on there. No, I'm, man, I've been close, a PC. He's close. He was already at a million. Check this <laughs> yeah. out. I get, I lose the same amount of followers I gain. I've been yeah. losing the same amount of followers I gain for mm-hmm. two years. Make that make sense. Every month, I lose yeah. the same amount of followers. I, no, I lose a thousand more. Every yeah. month. Rambo. 
Yeah. Rambo. But my my I, YouTube passed up my Instagram in one year. Yeah. Rambo. When I first when I mm -hmm. first uh, got told that you was doing it, right? And I checked in and I watched you on the what was it, the I eighty five podcast? Yeah, eighty five south. Eighty five south. So when I when I first heard that you was a part of it and I went to your Instagram and I followed you, you were over a million then. Mm -hmm. Over a million. So yeah. now, now he pulled it up, and I see you're at 996. I'm like, yeah, I already take, know what's going on. They give and take. Yeah. But yeah. this is why I'm saying, like, I don't care about the blue check mark either. But I would rather have, I would rather have more fair and balanced people running social media. So I would rather support Twitter and give them money than support Instagram or even YouTube. YouTube. So like, this is my B channel for YouTube, right? This channel that we're doing the podcast from. And my main channel has been shadow banned by YouTube for the last like three, four years, you know? So, listen. so, so, so mm -hmm. listen. go ahead. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, I'm a, I'm concealed carry, right? Yeah. I have a permit for that, right? Mm -hmm. I went and took a class. I paid right. a fee every five years. I got to redo it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've had that for a long time. And then all of a sudden they pass this bill where they call it uh, uh, constitutional carry, which I'm fine. That's, that's cool. I respect that. I like that. Right. But the mm -hmm. problem is, is like, hold on. So hold on. So you made me take a class. You made me get a permit. You made me renew it every five years. You, you check on me like that. Right. And then all of a sudden you say, never mind. Everybody can carry it. And it's like, oh, so do you give me money back then? Well, I, I think so. I think a CCW is different from constitutional carry. I understand what you're it's saying, but it is it is there's there's differences between constitutional carry and a CC a CCW, in my opinion. I don't care. It's the fact right. that I got vetted, right? It's the fact that mm -hmm. I got like no. okay, well, I had to do this and do this and do this. Right. And now, so you say, well, Never yeah, mind, you, everybody. No, well, th that shouldn't so have been that shouldn't have been done in the first place. That's the that's the True, thing. But that's it was. the thing that's going on there with that. Yeah, but see, but when you but, look at like Instagram. Right. And it's like, okay, it's like, it's mm -hmm. like Rambo said, it's like Rambo said, like he's been at it hardcore, mm -hmm. like been doing his thing for longer than a year. Right. Like you see what I'm saying? Longer than a year. And then finally they decide to recognize that and give him the blue check. And I understand he ain't worried about it, but it's a principal thing. Like, I think, look at what all he, look at what all he did before he got that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, I had the biggest all that to get it. Mm hmm. It, it, mm -hmm. it like it took all that to get it, and now all of a sudden you're going to say, "Never mind, everybody can have it," and it just well, blows me away. Because then you got these people unhacked and big, like they just mm -hmm. really did something like Rambo did, or like I've done, or whatever. Talking, talking. But big. who are they acting like, big too? Yeah, who are they acting big too. A small yeah. crowd. Like, you know big, what it is. Big people, big people, not worried about that man. That's really doing something. They know what it is. Yeah, like you, that, me, yeah, right. Everybody on here, we know what it is. Like they know what it is. Yeah. I I bad, break, break yeah, we're going to take a break. We're going to come right back. Yeah, I was trying to let, let We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear, bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider High Point. Yeah. So listen, let me just, oh, we, we lost Gina here for a second, but let me just continue this conversation a little bit because I think it's a, a good uh, point you brought up. So, you know, 
there's two things you brought up here. And, and when we're talking about Instagram now jumping on the same bandwagon as Twitter, the reason why Elon Musk did it is because he bought it. He, you know, he bought Twitter. Right. And he's trying to, yeah. you know, he's trying to fix it and all that costs a lot of money, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why he did what he did. And everyone said he was crazy for doing that. Now that you see tw- that you see Instagram doing it, what is that an indicator of? That's an indicator that Instagram is also losing money. Personally, I think that that Elon Musk should have just waited, and I think he tried to do that, and then Twitter sued him. But if he would have waited, Twitter would have been a lot cheaper because they're going out of business. And a lot of these social media platforms have financial problems, and they have those financial problems because of what they've been doing to us. All of us that are uh, content creators out here really doing our thing, like you said, they've been playing all these stupid games with us based on our personal beliefs, our pol- our politics, etc., right? And now they're paying the price for that, and in order to make money, they have to do this thing where they jump on the bandwagon and charge people. I mean, yeah, I, I tell you what, listen, uh, me and, like, give us the gold check, man. Give, I don't, I don't. <laughs> you want your props. Man. You want your props. Yeah, just, come on, man. Yeah, I I, think that's I, a, listen, I come yeah. from a small town, like yeah. a real small town. And, I, and mm-hmm. I think, I think, uh, I think everybody on here probably comes from a small town. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm in like, a small uh, country town. Uh, I'm from the Do smallest what? town of all you guys. I guarantee you that. I beat all of you guys from being from a small town. I was born. I was born in Georgetown, Guyana, in South America. So, if you can, if you, if you can, if you can come up with a smaller town than that, you know, I'll, I'll, I don't. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you, you, you might have me beat. You might have me beat. My elementary school had one hallway. I came from that Caribbean. Uh, that Caribbean mud. Hey, yeah. Hank, you said you you said you've been shadow banned for how long? Uh, it's been like uh, some like at least two three years. It's probably it's probably longer than three years at this point. You, you know, everybody. I've been shadow banned. I've been shadow banned for two years. I'm still getting followers. Which you know mm-hmm. how to break that. How, you know how well, to break that. Me. I'm still getting uh, views. I'm still getting everything. Yeah. You can type my name up. You got. Oh, type I know. Whole complete name. I'm still shadow banned. Everything. I'm still getting views. Okay. You know how to beat that? How? You don't know how to beat that? I'm I know. Sure how many? So I how know many you, people you tell about your channel a day? Um, I, I t- you know, I tell as many people as no. I get on social media and do it, but probably not as no, much no, as no. you. No. I know where you're going with you're that. Zero. To, yeah, you got to tell everybody. That's how you go. No, that's how yeah, you break yeah. the system. Right. That's how you yeah. break it. Yeah, word of mouth. So if you ever get in shadow band, just go promote yourself harder to more people to get more people to watch you that they can't stop. That, mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. I 100% agree with you. That's what they can't take away from us, right? There's things they want to take away from us, and what they want to take away is community. And they could shut you off on the internet, but they can't shut you off in real life. That's what is they that what take you're saying? Off. They shut you completely yeah. off. That's why I tell everybody. Yeah. That's why I tell everybody on here, like you, her, mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody, you better get a product. Mm-hmm. They can't. They can't stop your product. Mm-hmm. I got yeah. a product. Yeah, I agree. You better get I agree. a product. I got a whole bunch of products. Right. You right. can't stop your products, but they could they could cut your Instagram, they could cut your YouTube at any time. Mm-hmm. You don't Once own it, they own the it. System, yeah. Want that product in the system, you in the system. Yeah, I agree I with you. I want to say bye to the American gun chick. She says miss you guys. Yeah, we didn't she shout out America. Yeah, we didn't shout out American gun she chick. Michelle, she... How you doing? If you yeah, Google she, she... Black Rambo's wife, she pop up. <laughs> all right let me just let me just let you know man that um 
you know, I'm responsible for the first time that American gun chick shot a full, full auto machine gun. I'm just going to take that credit. I'm just and I'm take responsible for her dropping the first shotgun. <laughs> take that credit. <laughs> it flew out of her hand. <laughs> Boom! Uh, Brickell is awesome. I love her. I love Joe. And, uh, uh, of course, the baby, too. Yeah, Joe's you know. my daughter. Yeah, she's a... New she's baby. A ba Congratulations, y'all. Yeah, congratulations. She's a baby mama now. Uh, man, if you would have told me a couple of years ago, like American Gun Chick would be a baby mama, I'd be like, oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, I believe that. I believe it. <laughs> she's a, be she's a baby it. mama. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. So Joe was right there the whole time. <laughs> well, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <I believe it. laughs> That's true. If you think about it, yeah, it's all about Joe there. So shout out to her. Thanks to her for joining us. Um, I believe she was doing something uh, as well tonight, and I couldn't join her because, you she's know. She's going to be on TV this. soon. She's going to be on. Actually, I'm on it too. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be on, oh, Surviving Man. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's that competition. Surviving Man. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, all right. They cool. want me to be the host of the next Surviving Man. Man, I gotta go scuba dive and do all kind of crazy stuff, man. All kind of crazy stuff. Man, it's about to be fun. Okay. I'm about okay, to jump cool. out planes and stuff. Oh, okay. You yeah. Know? No thanks. Yeah. More power yeah, to you. I ain't, oh, I ain't okay. jumping out of no plane. Yeah, me neither. I'm with you. No. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, if they, they pay you what they pay me, you might jump out there. <laughs> if, if the money right, a, you might jump out there. I'll get a stunt double. I'll push a dumb. I'll push like a mannequin out the out the door. <laughs> if, if, if the money right, you might I'll, jump out there. I'll do it in CG. Yes, of well, course, I'm right? If yeah. If the money is right, mm, we'll have to. You think, think I'm just jumping? Uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. If the money is right, <laughs> Lola will have oh, a serious no, conversation with me. <laughs> I'm just jumping for fun. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I don't know, man. There's certain things I'm not into. I don't like roller coasters. You don't like roller coasters? No, nah, no. Nah. Why? No. I'm down no. for anything. No, nah, I don't like I, roller I don't coasters. Man. I don't like zombies. I, I, I'm like... <laughs> I, I, got, I got something for zombies. Yeah. So hold Nobody on, likes hold zombies. On, yeah. Tim, we ain't talk all this thing. Please don't tell me you scared of stuff. What you scared of? <laughs> uh are you ready oh boy what dogs dogs oh, all right you know what you know what you know what you know what me too um I, i'm not saying, scared of them but i don't mess with them if it's I not your dog, dog if it's a yeah. if it's a dog you don't know you got to respect it you got to respect dogs yeah i don't like dogs i got a firearm yeah absolutely no i don't know i don't oh, like but i'll do roller coasters uh-huh like I'll do roller coasters, but only at like theme parks. I'm not. I'm not doing one of the roller coasters that like the things that come on the back of trucks, like carnivals and tripods uh -huh. type stuff. Yeah. No. I ain't doing those because I I've seen who runs those and I seen I seen what, how they run it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, no, I, give me a million dollar roller coaster and I'll get on it. But the no. things that come on the semi, no. Nah. I'm only doing uh -huh. the baby roller coasters, the little baby one that goes like it's just a little bit of an incline, then it goes down and then it's flat. That's right. it. He's Remind me not to go about. to no roller coaster park with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> Sound like y'all going to be boring as hell. At the yeah, we're going to yes. get on listen, the listen, roller listen. coaster over there. Yeah, any, you see that one over there? Yeah, yeah. Any got on each roller coaster at a theme park, I'll get on it. If mm -hmm. it's at like, I don't know, where y'all where y'all got Six Flags, Busch Gardens, Disney, I'll, yeah. I'll get on that. Universal. It's the ones at the carnivals. 
Nah. But the thing is, the ones at the carnival's not that big. They don't make no big old roller coasters. Yeah, but he's saying he doesn't trust the safety. He's saying he doesn't trust the safety. He he didn't trust that they bolted it in right. I never seen a big old roller coaster at a carnival. It ain't gotta be. It could be the little sea dragon. It could be the sea dragon. Oh, you ain't getting getting none of the rides. It'd be the sea dragon and the nails. I'll get on the bumper car ride. I'll get on a bumper car ride. Hold on. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. you get on a sea dragon mm-hmm. and the boats mm-hmm. are all rusted and clanking and about mm-hmm. to come out. Y'all better not let the cage fighters hear y'all talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop it! I, Don't even talk like that because these cage <laughs> fighters, some of them are such. They scary too. Everybody has everybody <laughs> has fear. So you don't have a fear of something that's irrational. You don't have any kind of irra- honestly, honestly. Oh, like a, a rational fear? Yeah. Like uh, you don't like you don't like spiders you don't like uh, something you know something like that you're afraid of clowns. No zombies nope. and I well okay something I don't like being afraid of anything or intimidated by anything. I like understanding mm-hmm. things. Um, mm-hmm. I've had some really weird spiritual stuff happen to me where like ghosts and stuff like that like spiritual beings or spirits or what I don't know weird just and I've had stuff like that so like that stuff doesn't bother me. Um, just because I have a really good foundation with with God and the Holy Spirit, and you know, like mm-hmm. I, I have that in me. So mm-hmm. I don't, zombies have always been terrifying to me. Gina, Gina is saying she's prayed up. But, <laughs> so why? So up. why you? So if you pray, so if you're prayed up, why are you worried about zombies? Then me too. No, I have yeah. you. Okay, in the Lord. Uh-huh. Do you know that in uh-huh. Amazon there's a there's a paragraph in Amazon that. Mm-hmm. States, like if you're bitten or like they're not responsible for like an apocalyptic like and ent- like a person who's a zombie basically it's mm-hmm. it's in the it's in like one of the things that they're not responsible for in what amazon what are we talking about the the amazon uh store or like the amazon you know the the amazon uh jungle what are we talking about here right now Jim. Huh? I'm about to help y'all right now. <laughs> if you ever see a zombie, just hurry up and get to my house. I got you. Don't even worry about yeah. it. Headshots. That's exactly where I'm going. Yeah. Call the dude all day. Number one player. Yeah. We got everything on there. Everything. Headshot. We zombie oh. ready. Yeah. All the way ready. <laughs> you, you said you're a call of duty. Zombie? You know what's fun? Okay, do you guys all play? I, I actually, you know what? I don't play video games. I don't play I video games. I play Madden games. 2K with my son. Magnum 2K? What is that? No, Madden and 2K. Oh, Madden. Madden 2K. Okay, yeah. I also don't know anything. I don't know anything about sports either. I'm not into sports or anything like that. I'm a Nintendo's girl. I like Nintendo. Yeah. Are you straight guns, huh? Yeah, uh, no, guns, cars, stuff like that. I'm, I'm all about cars, you know? Like, oh, right now, I'm, right now, I'm in my van. I get obsessed with things. So, like, I'm into vans. I have a YouTube channel about... Oh, wow. uh, like class B vans, that's what I'm sitting in right now. Uh, but I, you know, I'm into cars. I like driving fast and all that. You know, you want to you know something about me? Mm-hmm. I don't watch no gun tubes, no gun videos, no gun. I never did, never mm-hmm. care. I make my videos not even knowing who I see. I believe people it. Don't even know they gun tubers because I'm not into that. I do my own gun things. I like that's yeah. just me living my life. You know I believe it. That's what you see. Yeah, but a I, lot of gu- watch, a lot of gun guys I are like that. If you do, 
if you do something, you don't you don't look at it a lot on YouTube. So if you do something, you yeah. don't look at it on YouTube. Yeah, I had I, I actually people getting caught in caves, four wheelers. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get sponsored by Can Am, so I've been I've been doing a lot of four wheeler videos lately. Uh-huh. And then I uh, I gotta go do some mud riding and stuff. Mm-hmm. I look at stuff like that, man, and Vlad TV and all kind of stuff like that. Oh, Vlad TV. Oh boy, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, now I know, kind of stuff now like I know where we're going. We're going Vlad it's TV crazy. direction so, now. So when people be coming up to me, I hate to be like, I don't know who they are, but I don't even be looking at the gun videos. The only time I look at a gun video, if I got a new gun and I don't know it. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, let me go see something about this. Then I'll go look up something. And then I'll right. go, but, you know, mm-hmm. I think so I actually don't. people don't understand. I promote more than guns. I promote jewelry. I got jewelry companies with me. Mm-hmm. I got uh, I got a Generac. The uh, Generac company. Mm-hmm. I got a company that make. Uh, so that's for the whole house uh, generator, right? Yeah, I got. A I'm into that. I'm into house. survival I got stuff. A company. Mm-hmm. I got a company that make a. Uh, I just did it for them. Uh, a lift on your uh, camper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a okay. uh, it's a liquid. A li- they took the, they take the leaf spring off and they put a lift on a liquid lift on it. Mm-hmm. I got one of those. I promote for everything, like any company, like like. People get stuck in guns. You got to keep moving. Like, I love guns yeah. too, but, you know, once people's eyes are on you, you know, maybe you could promote more. Like you say, cars, all kind of other stuff. Yeah. So let me get this. There's a super chat here from Brian Quick. He says, what is everyone's favorite Billy Ocean song? And then we'll get back to I don't know Billy Ocean, cuz. You don't know Billy Ocean? Nah, dog. Oh, I'm from a different I'm so glad Rambo said that oh, first because I was like, uh, should I go? Oh, you young, the young I'm folks. Whole, I'm from a whole Gina was about to try to lie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I knew it was the best Tupac song. I will not be buying a blue check mark. Oh. You're going to have to sing some of it for me to hear. I don't even know who Billy Ocean Dude, is. That's Timmy. Billy Ocean is a recording star. Here, I'll, I'll throw it up here. Billy Ocean is a recording star. So here's his song. Caribbean Queen. You know, Caribbean Queen? You've heard that yes, song? Yes, I've heard who that before. Sounds. When the going gets tough, that's from uh that's in a lot of movies when the going gets gets tough. Uh Love Really Hurts Without You, Red Light Spells Danger. Billy Ocean, man. Yes, yes. Okay, never yeah. mind. I know who Billy I'm Plus Billy Ocean has been in what was that song? Um what is that rap song Billy Ocean? I think it was you know, they say something like uh she's I heard she's it soaking wet. I heard the name before. Yeah, what is that thing? She's soaking wet. Something like Billy Ocean. So oh, it's it's been in the uh what is the name of those guys uh from Atlanta? I forgot the, some someone will tell me, but Billy Ocean has been mentioned in rap songs, so you know. That's just the age that's just the age difference there. That's just the age difference. So no, man, that's crazy. I don't know. So, okay, I'm I'm gonna start. I'm fifty one years old. Fifty one. All right, we, Gina, you next. Yeah, Gina, I don't know if that's, like, impolite for us to ask you your age, so no, you can... No, I'm asking. <laughs> Usually people are asking my weight all the time. No, I'm, I'm ter- actually, my birthday is Friday. I turned 32. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. That's awesome, yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yin-Yang twins from uh, Gen Champ Jr. He says Yin-Yang twins. You know, smooth <laughs> like Billy Ocean. I know Ocean. Yin-Yang twins. Yeah, so they talked about Billy Ocean. I guess they know Billy Ocean. But. I did some videos with yeah. Yang Yang Twins yeah. before. I, I rapped on the stage with Yang Yang Twins before. Oh, rap, sweet, rap sweet. Yeah. How old is Timmy? How old is Timmy? I'm 39. I'm 39. Oh, you're 39. Okay. Yeah, but I feel like I'm like 21. I think okay. I'm going to start telling people I'm 21. I'm going to go by 21. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Timmy, how old are you? you, you hey, he, he said I'm gonna identify as 21. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. Who could tell yeah, me? That's why? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, so 
People change. What's crazy is, people change um, all kinds of stuff on them. You could be twenty-one or ninety-one. Who knows? <laughs> See? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Timmy, how old are uh, you? You look like you about thirty-two. I'm gonna say twenty-nine. I'm gonna say twenty-nine. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So today is my birthday, actually. Oh, so, uh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. There you go. Another I one. I just turned 38. What? Oh, oh, you one year behind me, Okay, Blair? That's cool. Yeah. All right. Respect. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you look younger than your age. That's cool. I mean, every more years, you're going to start getting them grades, dog. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, we'll see, <laughs> but... Uh, Gray hair is awesome, man. In my time that I grew up in, uh, you know, people that look like me weren't supposed to get to 21 years old. So, you know, and uh, as a a matter of fact, when I turned 22 years old, that's when Biggie died. So that's the same day that Biggie Biggie died. So that was like my worst birthday. Yeah. Who's y'all's favorite out of the two? You already know what I'm talking about. Biggie or Pac? Come yeah, on. I'm gonna say Biggie, man, but I'm a New Yorker, and it was, you know, Tupac was a New Yorker too. But uh, I'm gonna say Biggie. Tupac, Rambo, who you got? Stop Tupac, I'm all day. Biggie Smalls better than Tupac. Come on, man. A hundred percent. I'm gonna give you that because I like Biggie too. But if we if we're talking like if we're talking about it depends on what level. Like if you're talking hip hop and all that, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Biggie. If you're talking um, if you're talking like spiritually and all that kind of stuff in terms of like you know, artistry and everything. I'll give it to Tupac. Right. That makes you sense. Know. Yeah. I listen to more Biggie. I'm Pac like, all the way. And, um, I don't yeah. know. That kind of just gets I me like. I listen to Biggie. I like Biggie, but. Yeah. Come on, man. Did you, have you ever heard of the Biggie. 10 Crack Commandments? Have you ever heard of the 10 mm-hmm. Crack Commandments? That's, that's, those are words to live by. 10 Crack Commandments and Biggie Smalls. Everyone, everyone should have that. One. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, ten crack commandments. I was I I email that to. I think I have that note on my phone. Let me see if I still have that note. And those are all like true rules, man, of life. The ten crack commandments. Do you, do you guys know? Does Gina or, or Timmy? Yeah, you guys know yeah. about that? Ten crack commandments. I have to refresh my memory. Um, man, I'm from the south, yeah. man. We listen to Master P, Lil Wayne, yeah, uh, yeah. Pimp C, stuff like that. We listen mm-hmm. to all that, all that type of stuff. I ain't mm-hmm. never I think li- of, I, we barely listen to all that. But Tupac out of the whole, uh, Tupac's mm-hmm. my favorite. Like, I don't even really know too many Jay Z songs. I know like the pop I don't either. Ones. Dude, mm-hmm. I don't listen to Jay Z at you all. Know? Which which is what's crazy is I don't I listen, listen to Lil. You know, I listen mm-hmm. to NBA Young Boy. You know what I'm saying? I, I listen to, to Ke- I listen to Kevin Gates. The I new stuff. To, uh, Kodak Black. Yeah. I listen yeah. to all that type of stuff. I told you one and one because I don't know what y'all on. I'll listen to I'll listen to anyone's music, you know. I'll listen even Drake, even Drake. I'll listen to his music, you know. Um, you ain't I, listen I, to mine. I'll, I'll listen to anyone. I, you ain't listen to mine. I'll go look up your stuff. Where's your stuff Twister, at? You never heard it, huh? No, I never I heard got it. A song with Twister, and you never I heard got, it, huh? You know and what? It's about I got guns. I got some rap songs out there too, man. By the way, yeah, I, I did a, a song with I did a rap I did a rap I did a rap that's on YouTube called the uh, Ten Gun Commandments. Since we're talking about the Ten Crack Commandments, which there it is, it's a it's a whole long thing, Gina. So I'm not gonna read it to you, but you got to look it up. Everything in the te- Ten Crack Commandments is uh, facts, and uh, there's uh, Wall Street stockbrokers that are all about the Ten Crack Commandments. And he still ain't touching Tupac, so. Uh, <laughs> where, wait, where did Black Rambo go? Where how we lose him? Where is he at? Let me see. Is this his? No, no, he's not out there. Okay, we lost him. We'll get him back. 
I'm sure he'll dial back in here. He hit the wrong button. Unless he's with arms list, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider arms list. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. Um <laughs> Uh, here we go. Okay, so I don't know what happened to him. We'll try to get him back on here, or he got cut off or something like that. Uh, you know. So, let's I see. I accident earlier. So he that did? Yeah. Be- yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, here's his song that he has out with Twister. There you go. I like Twister. You know, Twister did, uh, it, what's the name? Huh? Isn't it called Guns? Is it called? It's called Twister featuring Black Rambo, Black Rambo. Is it called Black Rambo? I think it's called I Black Rambo. It, oh, okay, okay. Hold yeah. on, let me see. It's called Black Rambo, right? Yeah. He's got a song on there called Magoo, Black Rambo. Okay. I'll listen to his stuff. I'll listen to anyone's stuff, man. I'm like... Yeah, it's know. good. Yeah, I like all kinds of music, you know? Um, man, I've been a I've been a fan of Twisted, like, like, it's like, uh, do you remember, are you a fan of his... Or no, Twister. Yeah, I like Twister, but I I think I first heard I think I first heard of Twister when he did that. um, No, I heard of it before he did the song with uh, Kanye. I think I heard of him before. Bro, he had like the Mobstability, Speed Knot, and like Adrenaline Rush. Uh, Mm -hmm. He had that song Front Porch, and then he was actually on the No Way Out album with uh, Puff Daddy and the Family, uh, Mm -hmm. where he had that song with Genuine and uh, somebody Mm -hmm. else. Uh, I forget what the song's called. I could look it up, but dude, um, mm-hmm. that's what actually introduced me to um, mm-hmm. to uh, it's called uh, it's called Is This the End, and that has Twister coming in in the second verse. And so, uh, I, man, I've been a fan since, since he mm-hmm. he really really came out. And I do remember the whole controversy with him and like Bone Thugs and Harmony mm-hmm. uh, when they were talking about who's faster, who's the fastest. That? Yeah, but Twister was yeah. actually in the Guinness Book of World Records, right? I don't know if Bone Thugs and Harmony was in the Guinness Book. They might have been. I don't know. They, they. I don't think they were. But you know, it's it's to me with Bone, it's like how fast they did it and how they damn near sang it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like as they're as they're moving through and they put that they put the almost like melody to it, dude. To me, mm-hmm. uh, oh man, that's crazy. But I've been following Twisted like since like I guess the first album. He was with some other people too. So yeah, uh, but I like that. I wonder if Black Rambo's phone ran out of juice. Yeah, got to get him. To- I, I, <laughs> yeah, because I had to charge mine. I I mean, and I had mine on a fast charger earlier because yeah. I knew we were gonna have a you know pretty long podcast yeah. but it's right. still it was like 20%. Yeah. So let's go back real quick here to a question I asked you Gina that you didn't get the chance to answer. Um what kind of guns do you like? <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, I grew uh, up I didn't forget shooting, that. <laughs> I know. I didn't even, I I grew up shooting 22s with my dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Connecticut, we have a big deer problem. Not problem, I mean, but there's just a lot of them. So we have deers, coyotes, squirrels. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know, I started now, when I say Connecticut, a lot of people think like New York, but I'm like a swamp Yankee because I grew mm-hmm. up milking cows and, sh- you know, shearing sheep yeah. and running through mud and trying yeah, every to... Every state, every state has the country. 
Even yeah, New York, so New York State has country. Yeah, I've always been a country girl. So mm-hmm. I grew up with guns with my dad because he's a vet. He flew mm-hmm. um, Hueys in Vietnam and mm-hmm. medivacs and everything like that. So, um, but getting older, I got really big into. I loved to. Uh, I loved to go hunting. Really, so mm-hmm. duck hunting, Benelli's, mm-hmm. like big old shotguns. You know, right? Yeah, over unders. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. really good. Um, I'm really good with rifles. I think women have. I don't know. There's something to do with like our breathing or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, pistol wise, I've had a Hellcat that I really favor, and I love Kimber's. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like the Kimber revolver. That's been uh, you know, like as you go through yes. your your journey with guns, you know, you get you get onto different guns and all that kind of stuff. So lately here, I've been getting into revolvers, and uh, Kimber makes a really, really nice revolver. I haven't gotten one yet, but that's something like, like, like the trigger's to different. It's just super smooth. Um, yeah. Dave? It feels like a Rolls Royce, but a, but a you know. <laughs> yeah. It like if Rolls Royce made a, a revolver, it would be the Kimber revolver, I think. It would be the Kimber, for sure. Yeah. No, the Kimber's beautiful. Really, yeah. really like butter to shoot. And Dave, David was the one who um, I asked him. I was like, why is, why is the Kimber like so smooth? Versus the Hellcat. I like the way the Hellcat feels in my hand because I have a smaller hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just think that gun just like looks badass too. And mm-hmm. it's like effective. Plus, I think it holds 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it held 12. It had like yeah. nine rounds or maybe 11. Nine yeah. with an extra two. Um, I'm not sure. I know I've done a video on it before. But, but you know, a lot of people like the Hellcat. It's very popular. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't even know about a Hellcat, really. I was going for, I was looking for a personal gun, um, mm-hmm. you know, for protection. And I tried that, and I, I really liked that. I'm not a big SIG fan. I, they just don't sit well in my hand. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I was trained more, like if I, I want to do tactical training. That's like another thing why I'm excited to do all this with you guys. Because mm-hmm. I get to, you know, even, um, uh, I know we're going to shoot a lot with John Keys, but then there's Tactical mm-hmm. Carl. He's interested in doing some video stuff. And so kind of okay. interested to meet all of you guys and, um, you know, in person and kind of test out and, and learn. I love learning about yeah. firearms. Oh, there's a lot of places that, you know, when it comes to training. So you got a lot yeah. of options out here. Timmy, what about you? I know you were talking about it. You said you liked uh, Walther. You liked Glock. What's your... You know, I don't know if you have a lot of guns, you know, where you are on your gun journey, you know. I got a, uh, I got a uh, couple Glocks, and then we've mm-hmm. got a SIG, um, mm-hmm. and I actually bought the SIG from my wife, but she don't really care for it, so I got her the Glock 19X, mm-hmm. and then um, I've got a Glock 32, uh, of course I switched the barrel out in it, but um, I-, I like it pretty well, and then we've got mm-hmm. like a Ruger 22, just something with a scope on it, um, something for the kids to shoot, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think it's a, yeah, it's a Ruger 22. Um, I got that from a local guy, local gun dealer and, um, just something easy for the kids to shoot. You know what I mean? Oh, is that like a, like a cowboy style Ruger or, um, like maybe one of the hat, like it, it mimics a regular handgun, but it's a 22 like Smith and Wesson has some stuff like that. No, it's a a rifle. Oh, are you talking? Okay. You're talking about like what the 1022, the Ruger 1022. I I think that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I got it. I can put it in the camera. I got it. Yeah. It's in there somewhere. No, I Um, I can pull up uh, a picture, but you see, there's, yeah, there's a whole bunch of different Ruger 1022s. Those are one of my favorite things because you could just build. more about it than I do. Yeah. You can build a ton of, like, I've built a a few Ruger 1022s myself. 
Uh, I'm assuming it's something like one of these. Let's see here. Like one of these, probably like this, let's say. That yeah, kind of thing. the wooden one. Oh, the wooden one? Because, okay. Yeah. Okay, like this then. Yeah. It's more okay, like cool. that. Yeah, yeah. So we just yeah. got one of those. That way, it don't kick hard, of course, so I let the kids mess with that. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. How many kids do you have? <laughs> well... Now we got four. Okay. So uh, that's cool. Congratulations. We had a, we had a, yeah, we went and uh, had us another one probably, what was it, March 14th, actually. So, okay. Uh, cool. Been, been home for barely, what, two weeks. So mm-hmm. you bring in Pisces people into the world, man, you know? Pisces. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that what it is? I think that's what, yeah, that's what I am, yeah. <laughs> oh, see, my yeah. birthday's March 29th, and I think I'm like a. You're an like, Aries. Oh, Oh okay. Yeah, I'm something. I'm something like that. So, uh, but I didn't <laughs> <Because> know. <laughs> like He's not really into it. Yeah. We're the we're the first yeah, zodiacs. Know. We're uh yeah. Who first Aries? Zodiac. Is that Aries is the first zodiac of the cycle? Yeah. Oh okay okay. Uh huh. Super fiery, okay. opinionated kind. Uh-huh. But you know. All I know is that I think... Pisces is the best, except for the Pisces oh, ladies. Really? You gotta stay away from the Pisces women. The Pisces dudes are the Pisces dudes are awesome though. So I don't know. I don't know. If I, mean, I don't know about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's anything to all of this, but uh, yeah, I know I've never had good luck with Scorpio women. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I remember, yeah. Remember Tyrese uh, had a song about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh you don't okay. That? About Scorpio women? No, it was a. Uh, he was just. He was oh. like naming off all the signs or whatever oh. it's by, Ty- by Tyrese. It's a, oh. It was a good one. Oh, I'm going to have to look that up. Was. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. I think the first lines in it says, I'm a Scorpio. Oh, I, boy. I could be wrong, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. all those things, you know, I'm interested in the, I, 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 you know, pay attention to all those things, but not, you know, not like a lot of attention. So, but you always think- remember who you had bad, like what signs you had bad luck with for some reason. Sorry, Gina, go ahead. No, mm-hmm. no, you're fine. There's like, I like the scientific, like I like mm-hmm. science a- mm-hmm. around surrounding things. And mm-hmm. I learned that with um, zodiac signs, it depends on the time, the day, uh, and where you were born. Mm-hmm. And what what it has to do with is the moon with its cycle around the earth and mm-hmm. the water, because we're 86% water. Mm-hmm. So it has an effect on you in like a cellular molecular level if mm-hmm. that makes sense the right. moon controls water and mm-hmm. so it, it can kind of move like fluctuate our feelings it's kind of weird but yeah. it's it's similar to the chinese zodiac as well i don't know if you guys know <laughs> like what your chinese zodiac signs are either I so oh, I have that no depends idea. on the year that one goes by what year you were born i think i'm the oh, ram well. goat oh i'm the rat i'm from the rat year the rat year yeah, I'm from the rat year, which in the Chinese Zodiac, that's the first one. Because according to the Chinese Zodiac, when Confucius called these animals in, the rat got there first. Mm. So, that you know, uh, yeah, that's how that, all that stuff works. If you, tell me, if you tell me what year, Timmy, I don't know if you want to if you want to give that up. If you tell me, I could look up and see what your Chinese astrological sign is for you. Or Gina, if you want me. Uh, if he's, don't make me do 85. math, man. I got, he's now 85. I got to do math. 85. Oh, he's 85. Okay, let's see. Because my husband's what, 86. Okay, what Chinese year is uh, 1985? 
Jeez, Am I right, Timmy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> the year of the ox. He might not be happy Ooh, with that. Ooh, okay, got the, the horns. Yeah, there you that go. Good? The year of the ox. I, you know, we have to look it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm guessing that's uh, like hardworking. I'm guessing that represents hardworking. <laughs> I know the rat is supposed to be, um, uh, what is the, the rat's supposed to be like, uh, very, uh, how do you put it here? Uh, not, I don't think necessarily smart, but capable of putting a lot of things together. So very resourceful, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's yours, Gina? What year is it? Tell me. Uh, 1991. I think I'm the Wow. 1991, man. I'm pretty sure that I still have, oh, that's the, that's the goat. Okay, the goat. I was right. There you yeah. go. The goat. There you go. Awesome. I, didn't, I don't know about that one. I, guess uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> I eat anything. <laughs> what is that like? Hey, I got a question. Sure. What's up? Where's Lola at? Because when I got the email, mm -hmm. it said Lola. It didn't like it said Lola Strange, right? Yep. Yep. That's my wife. He Oh, okay. So yeah. she, so she does all the scheduling. She doesn't actually show up on the shows. Oh, okay. But she does okay. the scheduling and stuff like that. She was here. I'm in my van right now. So I, I actually do this podcast in my van. I'm home, but I do it in my van because sometimes I'm on the road. So let's see here. I could switch to this camera for a second and show you guys. So see, this is my van. That's the up front oh, that's so cool. right there. This is all my equipment and all that stuff. But Lola's not in here. There's you guys. Right, yeah. so there's other screens, all of that, you know, what we're up to, but um, yeah, but she's not here. She's she's in the chat though. I think we had some, uh, there was some people uh, trolling us and stuff like that. So she's she's in the chat. Lola says here, I'll put up her comment. She says goats are very intelligent and curious animals. Thanks, now, Lola. You, now hold on, hold on. How's she gonna chime in? Listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> So we have this thing You better called, go you better uh, go look up the ox right now, Lola. <laughs> so we have this thing called like Tips by Timmy. Uh -huh. And there it's my favorite part of working with Timmy because he comes out with like the sassy like oh my gosh. You get him and my husband together and it is like it is just like they've known each other since middle school. <laughs> oh boy. There's a dude that puts in there, Dan hates you, says I'm asparagus. There you go. I like I like asparagus when you I do when too. you grill it up, mm -hmm. yep. throw a little throw a little seasoning on it. Man, asparagus yes. is hold on, is it is that like a real sign or something? Or no, no. <laughs> no, absolutely a hundred percent not. Asparagus too. <laughs> I don't That's know. A it's a vegetable, man. It's gotta be an animal. I know. <laughs> And I see. I didn't know. There might be zodiacs. Yeah, there might be some astrological chart that goes by what vegetable you are. I mean, vegetables are alive too. They're people well, too. Well, they do. They do trees. <laughs> I don't oh, really? know. I can't remember what tree I am. I yeah. Think I, see, I don't know. we're going way too deep right there. Yeah, right. yeah. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, what tree? I, I, hold on. Lola says patience and honesty are the two characteristics that many people appreciate the ox for. Oh, patience. Okay, we <laughs> he wasn't very patient about getting his thing on there, Bo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, Timmy, "Oh, Timmy is a master at roller skating." Oh yeah. Oh that. Oh respect. Yeah, yeah. And I he can I do go, like I, the, I got no kind of balance. 
No, people can do like a pistol squat. Timmy and his daughter do pistol squats and like skate around the rink. Yeah, we'll okay. be doing cartwheels and everything. Cartwheels. Oh, cool. Okay. The whole nine. Yeah. 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 Super talented. I found this out when mm-hmm. so K2S Combat has um, like exclusive content dropping soon. Well, actually, mm-hmm. there is some out right now. Um, but we filmed for like two weeks, like on and off of Timmy meeting the fighters and getting to know them. And then Timmy took mm-hmm. the fighters roller skating to like show him some footwork mm-hmm. and like showed him up. And so the skaters, like the fighters are like trying to can stay I, up and Timmy's over there like doing his stunts. Can I, can I say something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go for it. This is with, this is with all love and respect. Oh and boy. Like, oh boy. Oh, 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 oh boy. Who was with that? Hey, <laughs> Listen, so we went, we went skating. We went skating in um, Lexington. Mm-hmm. Everybody there was happy that we were there. I met the owners. They took me in the DJ booth. Me and my son, they, they took us up. They showed us everything. They knew I was into it. Mm-hmm. Everybody except for one person. And who, who, I don't who know was what, that? Like, I don't, I don't know. know. There probably got to be that one negative Nancy. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, listen, but, but here's what, oh. here's what I got to say. Uh, so I took, so we were out skating and it was me and, uh, it was everybody, but like it was me and Chance and, uh, Trent was there. Right. And it's so crazy to hear like, uh, or not here, but watch these dudes in the cage. Right. And they got like a, a style and a swag and form and like grace, right. When they're moving, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you put them on skates and it got a little weird. <laughs> it was like, yeah, because, <laughs> because so you probably grew up with roller skates, right? I bet you grew up with that. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys was, went to it a was roller an escape room. for me, man. So yeah, uh, you know, we we it was crazy because we lived in a trailer park that was right beside a skating rink, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we we had like a pretty rough start to the childhood or whatever. So like it was kind of like our escape to go over there mm-hmm. when things were real bad at home, right? We would just walk literally. Maybe maybe a hundred feet, and we'd be at the skating rink right there. And uh, so we would we went all the time. Every time that place was open, we were there. And next thing I know, I was doing like freestyle dance. I was doing the speed team, and I was doing all that kind of stuff. And I just stayed, dude, almost almost seven days a week. I was messing with that. Um, but it wow. was funny because mm-hmm. we went skating with Chance and them, and uh, like they were very unsure on the skate. So that <laughs> it, it was cool. It was cool that they weren't too cool to, to kind of get out there and like be mm-hmm. be kind of I don't know if the word is vulnerable or whatever but to get out of their comfort zone so that was really cool mm-hmm. I like hey, that. what did you what did you think about all the fighters that you've met so far period like going into this good right. question uh, I like the fighters I like the fighters uh, like who, who was it Mike over in South Carolina uh, mm-hmm. Chance Trent um, uh, Nate I, I just yeah we just threw some stuff back and forth on Instagram and then, uh, man, there's somebody else I'm probably forgetting, but what I like about the fighters, um, is how humble they really are. And, uh, so it's like you expect because of what they can do, you expect them to, and maybe some of them do, but you expect them to come with that, with that energy too, but they really, but they really don't. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I like them a lot better than, Almost, except for like one, two, three people, anybody I've ever met in Nashville in music, period. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting, yeah. interesting. They have, yeah. they, like the guys mm-hmm. that we work with, you know, they're veterans of the sports and they are so humble 
and they're good stewards to what they're doing. So it's nice to be, to really showcase that because mm -hmm. I think people, people have no idea what these guys go through on a day to day basis. They're working full-time jobs, taking care of kids. Sometimes they're single parents and they're still grinding it out in the gym for fighting for promotions that are paying them pennies yeah. to get their heads bashed in, which you had a lot in common with performing on stage for pennies, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. The uh, the similarities um, between the industries, you know, but uh, we're going to uh, we're going to take a break. Hold on to that thought, Timmy. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk. T-U-S-C. All right. So listen, before we get back into this here, I just want to show this is the K2S Combat uh, Instagram. That's the right one, right? Yes, so sir. Oh, yeah. here. Absolutely. And I'll make sure I follow it. There you go. Boom. And uh, oh, is that you? That <laughs> sure is. That, I, I know that face. <laughs> and let's see what else we got on here. So you guys should go follow that. OK, there's there's Black Rambo. To be happy. We showed him right there. I'm um, looking for Timmy. Um. Oh, how come Timmy's not on? On. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How come? Yeah. Was, oh, here he, goes, right here, here he goes. Here he goes. Here he goes. Here he goes. Boom. <laughs> ah, there you go. So Lola was asking the question: uh, Do you get? Do you see these fighters training? You know, tell us a little bit more about the fighters, where where they come from, etc. Absolutely. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, these fighters come from all over. They're training. Um, the ones that we have in particular are in Atlanta. So usually when mm -hmm. you book a card, a fight card, you want fighters from that area like Atlanta. And then you fly in and ship in, you know, outside fighters to come and compete against them. So for April 15th, we have huge headlines on the card. Usually on a, on a fight card in this area, you'd have one of these guys on, but we have like five of them, like main events. Like we have three to four main event fighters all throughout the night. So even though you're watching a prelim fight or a undercard fight, you're getting a main event. Like you're getting a spectacular performance, not just, you know, amateur fighters. You're getting true pros. So that's really mm -hmm. cool about this um, experience with K2S Combat is we're able to book these kind of fighters for in one night. You know, but um, yeah, to answer your question, I mean, we've got a guy coming from Colorado, Casey Radden. He trains with um, uh, Dwayne Ludwig over at Bang Muay Thai. We have guys coming up from Florida. We have a female fight um, that's going to be featured on the prelim card. We have Miranda Barber. She's amazing. She's from Florida and she's rematching a girl that she lost to who is from Michigan, Miranda Deering. And these guys are boxing brawling they they're jujitsu specialists i mean it's gonna it's a high level fight and then we have another rematch on the card which um timmy mentioned trent not is fighting tussle connor jr called hollywood he like shows up with his glasses and they're all super cool they're good characters but um so they're rematching so tussle lost to trent by a split decision in kentucky i think it was in kentucky their last fight and so they rematched it 
for this fight. So Tussle's coming to get some, he wants some redemption on this. This is a big fight for him. And then we have the Atlanta guys. We have Nasty Nate Williams is fighting Jeremiah Scott from South Carolina. We have Chance Beck, who's actually my husband. He's fighting Mike Demakis, who um, Timmy met in South Carolina. And then we have CJ, uh, the ground shark hunter, who is a ground shark, He's a, they call him the ground shark because he just chokes people out. He has all these chains for all the guys that he's choked out. And in, in, okay. um, <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, he's got like, he's got rings too, but he's got gold chains for all the guys that he's choked out. He's a choke out then, artist. <laughs> yeah. And then we have, oh, but he's fighting Tim Dooling, who is, <sighs> Tim Dooling has never had an easy fight. And Tim is like, I feel like you could hit him a million times and he's just never going to go down. <laughs> He's like one of the toughest guys. He's from New Jersey. And then um, Sean Superfly Felton, he's from Buffalo, New York. And he will be fighting Shlomo Boyd, who trains at Nate Williams' gym in ATT Lima in Atlanta. So Mm -hmm. we've got those guys. One guy in particular who's one of my favorites is Robert King Hale. And he's fighting Warren Smith, who is also from Atlanta. So we have – oh, and Mike Bardsley is fighting Mm -hmm. from Atlanta as well. So – this this event, everyone thinks that there's going to be a ton of tickets available, but mm-hmm. right now, um, actually, if you scroll up and um, and go to the, uh, well, these are all the interviews. Oh, okay. So I, these are some of the current interviews I've done with everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are all the fighters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the you... top. Of, yeah, okay, on the go top back to the top. The yeah, go back to the top. Mm-hmm. That's Jeremiah. Actually, I don't know if you can play that video, but that's pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. We won't get the, we won't get the audio and stuff like that to come oh, through okay. here, but we could show that. But I figured I'd just show the website for folks out there. Yeah, click click on the event tickets. Event tickets, okay. Yeah, and then this will pull up, so people can go and get their tickets here. Mm-hmm. So we have five thousand seats available, but oh, wow. they are selling out. <laughs> okay. And I know what's going to happen is people are going to show up and think that they can get tickets, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to get tickets. Okay, where's the prime seats? Like over here in seven, I'm yeah, guessing, so or around the step, yeah. Um, two, section probably. four and five are the mm-hmm. celebrity tables. There's some okay. tables in section seven. Um, section two is great. Uh, mm-hmm. Section one, six, anything that's floor level, you're gonna get so much action. And actually, mm-hmm. the VIP tables that they have available are sponsored, and they everyone gets a gift. There's six. Uh, seats, yeah. There's six seats at the at the VIP tables. They're getting like they're getting gifts, gift bags, and everything. So mm-hmm. it's really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I had a couple of questions in there. Um, so, but we'll we'll start with Timmy. So, do you like do you know a lot about this fighting? You know, you're one of the announcers, I guess, right? Uh, along with Black Rambo uh, and and uh, John Keys. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I'm I'm a commentator, so I'll just be on mm-hmm. the sides mm-hmm. with with Rambo and John and and uh, mm-hmm. Gina, and I'll kind of be on the sides. But uh, yeah, I know a good bit about it. I don't I don't uh, follow it every day or anything like that. But it, I don't listen to country radio. I don't mm-hmm. watch country music videos. I don't mm-hmm. I don't check for any of that. And it's kind of like mm-hmm. back to what Rambo said. Like I I do guns. I live guns. I'm not watching for everybody else that's doing guns, and it's mm-hmm. it's weird, but. So, you know, my, my uncle got me started in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu when I was like 15. And um, I was 15, 15, 13 or 14. And I did it for about two years. Um, and I, I trained under these these two guys, great guys, Jeff Westfall and then Bruce Shepard. 
And at, at that time, this was a long time ago, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So at that time, Bruce had just went to Brazil and placed fourth in the world in in black like he's a heavyweight black belt, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was really cool. But man, you're talking about like when I did that, I'm 37. Oh, I'm 38. Today's mm-hmm. my birthday. <laughs> so I'm 38 now. <laughs> yeah, I was 15 mm-hmm. when I did it, and that mm-hmm. was just you know on the mat with the gi and everything like that. So this is a lot different. And we follow stuff like on pay per view, and we'll have like you watch parties and stuff like that, but. Uh, I, I don't know if that answers your question, but uh, I know a little bit about it. Yeah. I mean, do you are you having to talk about technical stuff? I'm just curious. Even Jeannie, you could chime in here. Yeah. Uh, so how, so- how did Black Rambo do it? He's not here. Hopefully we get him back in here before yeah. before we end, well, you know, but who knows? How, who knows? How, so, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the way that we set up the table is have you guys ever are you familiar with UFC? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, do you know when mm. they cut to the camera views when there's some crazy knockout and you've got Joe Rogan and everyone like, <gasps> like freaking mm. out? Okay, and mm. they've got the headsets on. So, we're going to mm. be sitting at a pan, a, a table right cage side. Okay. It's going to be, we have Josh Shockman, who is a UFC veteran. He actually fought in UFC 65 and he has done um, lots of commentary and play-by-play for uh, other promotions. Plus, he's done a lot of ESPN stuff for UFC back in the day. So he's our play-by-play commentary guy. So he's going to be talking about the and really the producer of the table, if you if you if that makes sense. So he kind of conducts the flow of what we're all going to be doing. Um, I'm more of color. So I talk about the fighters, who they are as a person. I kind of fill in and that's where Timmy and Rambo kind of come in and they can talk about, Oh yeah, I met this guy. I know who he is. Or if they don't know him, Oh, like you guys can just free flow. So they can talk about, Whoa, that was crazy. And Mm -hmm. Rambo Rambo's are Joe Rogan. So Rambo's going to go in the cage and ask the, ask the winner of every fight three questions, you know, mm-hmm. different questions. But he's going to mm-hmm. go in there and be like, man, you just knocked <laughs> this guy out. You know, like that's his thing. Okay. He gets to hand the fighters the belts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So he goes mm-hmm. in there and interviews. Um, John Keyes is going to do the interviews backstage. So all the um, post-fight interviews. Okay. We're going to catch up with the fighter after they catch their breath, change, see everybody. And then we can, you know, they can talk to them in their corner. And um, and I just do, I do all the walkouts. And Timmy is going to be doing, he's going to really be sitting with Josh Shockman and just kind of be shooting back and forth on things. Mm-hmm. And um, he's shooting the the pre-show. So the weigh-in day, him and I are going to be handling the pre-show booth. <laughs> okay, here's Who a is? comment. Here's a comment you from Pete. Oh, that's you. That that's you and you you and uh, Gina, Timmy. Kiaski says, "I used to hate MMA. Then I learned uh, more about it and appreciate the technical aspect of everything. Once you see, it's not just dudes. Uh, what was it? Hold on. Um, once you see, it's not just dudes hugging. It's pretty cool to watch. <laughs> so true. <laughs> She's taught, or, uh, they're talking uh, about the wrestlers. That's what, yeah. that's what they're talking about because yeah. you got those." They mm-hmm. say, "Oh man, you you don't want to fight that dude. He's just gonna hump your leg the whole time." You know oh boy, I mean? yeah. See, that's one thing. Like, why I would not like when I was younger in high school. For and I was real skinny back then. I did for a little while do like the Roman uh, Greco wrestling thing, but I'm not really I'm not really into sports. And yeah, you know that's just not my move. You know, that's not my move. Like uh, grappling and uh, rolling around with dudes. I'm, I'm not about it. Yeah, we're I, I can't lie. Out from staff. <laughs> huh? 
We had a fighter, um, Casey Radden's opponent, Elvis. He got mm-hmm. really, uh, he got staph infection from the gym. Like it happens. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say something else, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I was thinking, I was thinking crazy things that I probably should not bring up <laughs> that Lola would say, you know, everything should not come out of your mouth. <laughs> Well, you're learning. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna say to me? Uh. Oh. So I was actually, and I'm weird, but um, mm-hmm. I was actually noticing when I went down and I interviewed um, Mike, mm-hmm. and uh, like these dudes when they they would start a timer and then mm-hmm. he would fight with everybody in there, right, for mm-hmm. like five minutes straight, and it, it was like twelve, thirteen people, so. And he did that forever, man. And I, but I noticed how sweaty everybody got. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, me being me, there ain't no way. I'm a germaphobe. I'm rolling around. Yeah. I am too. <laughs> like, there's no way I'm rolling around with no dude and his sweat's dripping in my face. Oh. And stuff. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, the worst thing, the thing I was thinking, now that I've done the 10 seconds Lola said, like, Imagine you're in there wrestling a dude and the dude has like, uh, you know, has like a hard on or something. That's an easy win right there. I'll just give up. It's like you win. Well, you win, they weren't cups. I, so like, I, I surrender. Out. Well, OK. See, that's yeah. what I know about it. Yeah. That's the kind of like that just to me seems, you know, it's weird. It's got like weird things on it. You know what I mean? For one. Yeah. For one. Mm-hmm. That would be weird if they were because you'd be like, Why? Yeah. Right? Like, am I? Yeah. <laughs> and you the, should and be scared. Point, you gotta... should be. You should be scared to death. <laughs> if, if if that happens, yeah. just stop the fight. Just be like, time out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But I know, didn't even, think of the worse. cup aspect, so I guess you could hide that. I guess you could hide it. Yeah. E- even I worse. guess that's why they invented the cup. Well, they invented like the, the cup thing, so you don't know. I don't know. The last thing those guys were thinking. <laughs> of You're probably thinking, I don't want to get the teeth knocked out of my head. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 So, but, uh, yeah, so, I, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he said, he said, what if they got it? Jen, uh, Jen okay. I, I will say crazy things. Jen Champ Jr. says getting farted on is different experience in jujitsu. Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. another one, too. No. Do you no. know, well, what about the UFC fighter that, like, mm. crapped her pants during a fight? You remember that? Oh, my God. Or if someone Jen, throws that, up, that if you, yeah, it happened. Yeah. If so, have you ever had a grown person throw up on you? Me? Me? Yeah. No. No. I have. I have. It's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. I had a friend. I talk about it all the time. I talk about it all the time in the podcast. A friend of mine, we went to a shooting thing. We went to a shooting event outdoors, right? And it was really hot. It's here in Florida. It was really hot. And uh, I was just hitting liquids and taking stuff with sugar and all that in there. I wasn't eating anything. But I think he had like sunstroke. And he, um, there was like this pulled pork which, first of all, I, I don't even eat pork, but to me, like, it was pulled pork, and it was the end of the day and all that in there, and he ate that thing. And I was like, dude, don't do it. So then he, I was in my car, and we were driving on the highway. I'm doing 70 miles an hour. He doesn't even, like, give me a warning or tell me to pull over. He winds down the window and throws up through the window, and the speed that we're going just pushes everything back in. Yeah. Yeah, so, well... Yeah, and that was like one of the worst things in my life because I hate that kind of stuff. Timmy's over oh, here, like, yeah. <laughs> bro, bro. Yeah. I would have been. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't appreciate getting up close and personal with people. That's why I would rather use guns. Thank you very much. I uh, <laughs> I might have had to beat up my friend. 
but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but by the way that was it. lola you were asking me about lola that was her car that i was yeah. driving by the way Oh no! <laughs> that was a fun cleanup. Um, yeah, the I car feel like had to go. This is not welcome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he can't go into gonna... any car I own anymore. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, man, come on, bike. bro. It's been twenty years. No. Like, I don't care. Lola no. said no. <laughs> you can only do that to me once in your life. <laughs> Oof. That's the limit. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Timmy. So, uh-huh. Now, uh, I was I was at a fight, and it was with Gina and uh, Chance, mm-hmm. and um. I look down. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who noticed it first, but I'm just sitting there. You know, we're kind of ringside and we're looking around. We're mm-hmm. like, whoa, it's close. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the uh, next thing I know, I look down and about a foot out in front of my foot, I seen a blood, like blood drop. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I start feeling my face. Oh, my no. <laughs> like, oh, hell no. I'm like, man, listen. I said, yo, Gina. like Matt, put on a face shield. I'm about to... The face, remember the face shields everybody was yeah, wearing during yeah. COVID? Yeah. I'm going to go get them and say, listen, right. unless you need your mm-hmm. shield, I need mm-hmm. to borrow the shield. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Well, I'm going to have a face shield on. I've yeah. been uh, ring announcing for the past 15 mm-hmm. shows for this last uh, for this promotion I work mm-hmm. for. Um, and I was sitting cage side and I'm writing my getting my note ready to go in because like I'm just kind of like Bruce Buffer, but not not mm-hmm. like it, not his quality <laughs> as Gina. But mm-hmm. I'm over there and I'm writing my notes and all of a sudden this freaking splatter of blood goes right in front of my face and lands all over my paperwork. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, like I'm really fine with mm-hmm. blood. Like I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm all right. Mm-hmm. But that was a little much. And then I was working a, I was working for my husband. He has a kickboxing promotion uh, for amateurs here in Kentucky, Kings of Kickboxing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm commentating with him. And then all of a sudden, these big heavyweights. Now these, are, this is a ring, so these are ropes, not a cage. Mm-hmm. And these heavyweights are like coming over, and they are like bleed. Like one of them's, you know, one of them's got a bro- like a bloody mm-hmm. nose. Mm-hmm. And I have this white jacket on, and I've got like speckles of blood on it. I was like, <laughs> no. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go to those in scrubs or something. And, yeah. And there's so many like so Kiaski says, wait, all you have to do is chub up and you'll be heavyweight champ. I don't know. I don't know. People will well, think people will think of horrible ways to win. Look at what ha- happened when like, you know, you have dudes who identify as women and then they come into sports, right? They get into swimming, you know, uh, I was uh just MMA, watching. I think that's happening too, right? Go ahead. Sorry. Um, are, we allowed, are, we, are we allowed to talk about this? Uh, yeah. I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to, Timmy. I don't want to get you into anything I, you don't want to get I, me into. <laughs> I, listen, no, Gina knows me. Oh, okay. Gina knows me. I'm, I'm with Timmy. it. Like, Hips mm-hmm. by Timmy. Timmy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we touch on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm no, completely, I, I I'm completely, yeah, I'm completely against that, by the way. I don't think that's cool. I I think that's terrible for women who have worked so hard, like in in different sports, to 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 come up. And a lot of those young women that are doing that, you know, they depend on these uh, these yeah, athletics fine. that they do for scholarships and all that. Yeah. And it's tragic to see so much be taken away from women by people who say they support women. So I was just saw a video of the swimmer, and I gosh, I, I wish I could remember her name, mm-hmm. but she had. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So the, the these the swimmer, 
Um, it was for the Olympics or mm -hmm. it was, I, yes, it was the transgender or mm -hmm. I don't even know how to say it. I'm from the nineties. Okay. Whatever. Mm -hmm. So anyways, they, mm -hmm. they tied for first place mm -hmm. and behind the locker rooms, they said that, um, the, the transgender, the mm -hmm. changed person, the, the mm -hmm. man, let's just the, bi uh, the biological mm -hmm. was able to hold the trophy, the first place trophy and and take it home and the the actual girl could take a photo with the trophy couldn't hold the trophy during the ceremonial pictures and couldn't take that trophy home the man took the trophy home yeah it's not what right i mean we, what yeah, we can point? we can slice and dice it however we want to it's not right i mean you know ultimately right. i think we just need to make a mutant league we got you got 30 seconds timmy i know you want to jump in here before we take a break uh, no i no i i don't uh <laughs> it's uh it's all bizarre to me it's uh -huh. all bizarre to me and i think we need to get back to uh the time where we we recognize what it is and uh all that the minority is ruling the majority and we need to shut that down mm -hmm. we do agree 100 percent. i agree with you yeah absolutely all right listen we're good about this yes okay we'll take a break <laughs> and we'll come back we'll talk about whatever you guys want to when we get back here definitely the who moved my freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at two-way commerce Veteran-owned and with over 20 years' experience, 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number two, acommerce.com. All right, we are back here. Um, what were you going to say, Gina? Well, I was even, I was just looking it up during your break, and mm -hmm. even Joe Rogan is on here saying it's effing madness mm -hmm. that, you know, transgender female athletes competing against biologic, you know, biological women. I find mm -hmm. that so offensive as a biological woman. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, I have as a as a as a man, I'm I'm offended by it because you know, um, I think in so many ways it's it's unfair, and um, and you know the fact that it's coming from people who want fairness and and they say they support women and all this kind of stuff, it, it's it's really uncool for someone to have that you know have that advantage and go into something and dominate and then take away from these young women who have given their life to this, right? If, you know, I was never an athlete or anything like that, but, you know, I had friends who were athletes and I, and I see and recognize what it was to do that. And, and a lot of these guys are just doing it because this is an easy way to get all the acclaim and we're allowing it to happen. I think we should just have like a mutant league or something. And you want to be a mutant, we'll throw you in there. You could do what you want to do. If you're born a man, you go here and you compete in these sports. You're a woman, you compete in these sports. I think there are probably a few sports that men and women, it doesn't matter, right? Um, so, for example, if you're race car driving or something like that, it, you know. There's there's no competitive edge or anything like that, but it's well, but it's we've, we've gone backwards, I think. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah. Oh mm -hmm. no, no. I mean, I just I'm so I'm so passionate about this topic because mm -hmm. you know I was an athlete and I was in a male dominated sport, and mm -hmm. in every race there might I mean, let's say out of a hundred races I rode, I probably have competed with three female, four female jockeys mm -hmm. in twelve horse, fifteen horse fields. 
you know, always, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it, it's just, and we're on, it's kind of like the race car thing. Like we're on, we're on a horse. So the horse obviously is doing a lot, but to be physically fit to compete with men, even male jockeys, male jockeys are strong okay. and you can work out. And I was very dedicated to my sport and I, I worked extremely hard. And even though the guys, like some of them couldn't keep up with me on like a running scale, you know, like a long mm-hmm. distance type of running scale, I couldn't keep up with them down the lane sometimes on a horse, like a dead okay. horse that, you know, like we say dead horse, but a horse that is going faster backwards and forwards, okay. you know, like Eric mm-hmm. Gomez was an absolute animal. He could pick a horse up and just, you know, shove it down the lane hmm. naturally. But, yeah. um, so do you think that's a do you think that is a sport as someone who competed in that sport as a woman do you think that's a sport that there should be a separation or No no okay. because I mean it, yeah I mm-hmm. mean it's horse racing so it's not jockey racing but mm-hmm. what I'm getting at with that is that you know I mm-hmm. I will say I'm I was not as strong as some of the guys I have mm-hmm. women have more finesse and we can mm-hmm. finesse an animal to do more um mm-hmm. than men but men definitely definitely have the strength over females for mm-hmm. sure, one hundred. Men are stronger. They're they're biologically built stronger. I think because in some ways, in some ways, like I I think only women can have. I mean, this is a fact. Only women can have children. But I know that if if there was a choice, <laughs> and, I, and I'm being euphemistic here, I'm being funny about this. If if someone could could flip a switch and and create a choice of who you know would have uh, babies, men or women. I would choose not to. I would choose not to go through that pain. <laughs> but so you guys I'm have just going to say that day to day life, you know, men have men have mm-hmm. a longer life expectancy, but they endure a lot of strength and they they carry a lot of weight on their bodies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they you guys mm-hmm. are are harder impacted creatures on yourselves. Women are a little bit lighter. They're lighter impact, and we bear children, which mm-hmm. you know. It's I've had two. I've had them naturally and I've had a, you know, and I've had mm-hmm. a, an epidural. So I've mm-hmm. I've done both, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's you know, I've, I've looked at my wife, Lola, have those kids. And I'm telling you, like, that takes a lot of strength right there, man. Our first kid, she had an epidural. The second one, we didn't get there in time. And I saw her go through all that pain and everything and push my son out. And then when he came out, you know, she was like, is he OK? I said, yeah, he's OK. And she passed out. And I was like, damn. And and that was like that's one of the moments in my life that I gave like the ultimate respect for strength, uh, you know, to my wife. Right. You know, seeing her go through that stuff. So, yeah, we're, we're just not the same and we're not meant to be the same. We all have different roles in life and that's the way it is. And they work together in a beautiful harmony. <laughs> You know, and I that think, makes like, sense. instead of you know separating everybody, because that mm-hmm. let's just face it, that's what the big government like. That's just what the big the people want to do to control us. They want us mm-hmm. separated so that we're not together. There's no unity, and instead of separating us, let's actually focus on mental health and awareness. Okay, mm-hmm. and take care of people who need help. Not give like I live in Kentucky, and they just passed where you know, when you're 18 years old, like you, the whole changing your levels and becoming a man or a woman, you have to wait until you're 18. Mm -hmm. If there's a mother, I've heard about mothers going in and taking their eight year old, like daughter or son or daughter and putting them on puberty blockers because they think that they're a man. Yeah. So how's that not child abuse? How how is that? Yeah. How is that, that not like, um, what was it? You know, like in some, 
in some African nations, uh, like genital, you know, there's like this thing about genital mutilation. How how is that not the same thing? How is it different? It's not. How's it? I don't think it is different. And to do that to a child, you know, I, I, me personally, I would question why a human being has to do that. I think we need to learn how to live with who we are because we're, we're, and we're all things and we're all different things. Right. But if you're an adult, Hey, you, you can do what you want to do that doesn't hurt people that those, you know, those are your choices to make. But someone who's a kid and then when you see it happening to like parents get divorced and one of the parents does that to a kid and the other parent, you know, typically the, the man has no say in that, that. I don't know. That's very frustrating for me to see that happening in the world because I don't know how you decide what you are. I remember being five, six, ten, you know, 16 years old. I don't know how you figure those things out at that time. I mean, I wanted to be a dolphin when I was five or six, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> what you know, there's, I feel like there's too much mm-hmm. information out there for children and we don't, mm-hmm. people are putting them on screens for, for babysitting. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying like screen time is bad. Personally, my kids watch, you know, watch Disney movies that I watched. They don't mm-hmm. have screen time. You know, Mm -hmm. like they go to grandma's house and get an iPad. They don't have an iPad at my house. And they, Mm -hmm. you know, but my daughter's talking about the iPad. She looked at a tree yesterday and said, oh, that tree is green. It's the same color as my iPad. (laughs) Like She's three. And she's like, she's not even on it that much. And she's like Mm -hmm. thinking about the iPad. Mm -hmm. Whoa. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Grandparents like to spoil their kids. Uh, Timmy, did you want to? Yeah. Did you want to say something here? Um. Uh, there's so much, man. Yeah, we there's hit a so lot of things. Stuff. We hit a lot of things. Yeah, I know. There was a lot. There was a lot touched on right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have um, we have confused kids because we have confused parents, mm-hmm. um, and, and some people would would argue that well, they're not confused. But I, I'm sorry, but any parent that would allow their kid to go to drag shows and be and be exposed to that kind of stuff, what's crazy is here in Kentucky, if I was to walk out my door. And I was to pee off my front porch, and a kid seen it. Um, I can be charged uh, mm-hmm. with a few different charges, and have to register as a sex offender, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And that's weird because, but, but, but if you go to California, I, I would, you know, somebody can dance in front of a little kid and shake everything they got, and and it's all good. Right. And so, um, I think I, I'm very conservative, uh, constitutional conservative. Uh, I don't side with Republicans just because they're Republican. I, I, I bet them, too. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think it's a problem on both sides. I think it's a problem with humanity. Uh, I know Gina touched on mental health. but um, And I get that. I get there, there's those issues or whatever. But what we're not seeing, well, hold on. What we are seeing is that everything is like mental health. Well, they did this, and they shot up his school because of mental health. And, oh, it's all mental health or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hold the person accountable. They hold guns accountable. It's like we want to we want to point fingers at everything except for the fact that that person is evil, that person is corrupt, that person is sick, we, and we yes. want to blame the government. Oh, somebody said, "Well, I bet they're mad at the government in Tennessee because the school got shot up and they didn't um, they changed the trans this laws or whatever, so trans people are mad." Mm-hmm. No, that person no. was mentally ill. That, that person, person yes. is sick. You see right. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. what blame is on that- or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I am so I'm sick to my stomach with these school shootings and I know there's a more, you know, underlining tone of why these things are happening. Yes, this person's evil and you know what? I I 
I love God. I love Jesus, but I do not like, I, I there's no forgiveness in my heart for when you kill a child, mm-hmm. you kill a child, you're dead to me. You are fucking dead to me. Sorry. That's a hor- That's a horribly broken, um, evil person. Uh, human being yeah i mean functioning on the the like super subhuman levels right in in order to say i'm gonna take um anything like you know even to abuse a child like even to just hit a child with your hands right uh i'm not talking about discipline that a parent would do to go after a child as an adult much less to say i'm gonna go to this place and destroy these children that i don't know Lives. It's it's it's, mean, it's 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 a horrible that, thing to say. I'm going to destroy people. I don't know, but why you know, the innocent among us? Why the children? That's a broken, broken person. And I think just to one of the things that that Timmy was saying, you know, no one wants to take the personal responsibility of things. And I think ultimately that person who did that, they have a responsibility. They did something. But here's the thing: we need to real, realize we live in this world. And there are these people among us, and we have to be prepared for that. If you care about your children, you prepare that someone might kick in your door, and you may have to defend your children. So I would ask, what happened What happened to a school that didn't think about that? They had no kind of uh, security there. Sorry, go, go for well, it. Well, do you know what I would love to see? I want to see our vets who are retired, who have no job, who are not being helped by the system. We pay correctional officers $50,000 a year to guard prisons, okay? That is necessary. You know what else is necessary? Protecting our fucking children. How about mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Protecting our kids. If mm-hmm. if people were held accountable and there was a, you know, there was, there was a, a sense of, oh, you know what? I could die doing this. They mm-hmm. might not do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have them outside the school. Hire mm-hmm. security. Have systems in place, you know? Yeah. Have trained Agreed. professionals oh. protect our children's elephants do it have you ever seen a circle of elephants they put the, it's a nursery and they have the older adult females and a couple bulls that are surrounding protecting the young that's what we need yeah more protection go, go ahead timmy you know you look at like um the, like the politicians they want to sit here and talk about like oh well we need to ban assault weapons we need to ban this we need to ban that or whatever yeah but guns guard all of them daily Mm -hmm. their homes the the white house guns guard them daily uh guns guard these places but when's the last time you heard of somebody uh going and running up in the white house with a gun they don't get that far they don't it happens from time to time no yeah they don't get that far I mean, they've come close. We've seen it. Even the White House has been attacked, right? We've seen it. I think you really just don't need to go back that far. I think under Obama or something like that, a guy, like, remember someone climbed over the fence and made it to the door? They didn't get that far, right? When they got to that door. You're right. How come these people who are saying, take away the guns, that's going to solve the problem. How come they don't give up the guns that that are protecting them? When they send their kids to school, they send them to schools with people with guns there. Yep, they have private security. You know what, there's like, I I also, I don't know if this is like conspiracy type theory type, Mm -hmm. you know, or I always feel like there's a a deeper evil than the evil that just happened. Like Mm -hmm. someone put them up, there's an agenda, there's a motive. The motive is to bring up the issues of guns. 
guns are not the problem. We need more guns. <laughs> so I think guns. I think in I think in this particular case and everything you know when when these things happen you have to take everything case by case and we don't know all like I don't know all the facts, right? So we're sitting here talking about it and I don't know all the facts, but I'll tell you, I looked at that video, that person deliberately dressed like a hunter and they put on a red cap. They were trying to make a point. They they told everyone that they were going to die that day. So their point, they wanted to go die for the cause of going against people who wear red caps and go into places with guns they were trying to create this image as a gun guy i've been a gun guy with lots of guns around me carrying a gun every day for probably 11 12 years i've never hurt anyone i don't want to hurt anyone uh, i'm doing this because i want to be able to defend myself and the people that i care about right but but this that particular person had a very specific thing they were trying to do that's them when it comes to the politicians um I'll, I'll tell you, even Republicans, and I'm a Republican, right? Uh, I'm, I'm uh, probably like, if you want to put me in a thing, I'm like a libertarian, conservative, something like that. But even Republicans don't really care about our children. That's my personal opinion, right? These right. people have to prove to me they care about children. All the things we see happening, like the schools not being hardened, them not allowing people who want to defend children, including teachers that want to be able to do that to do it, you know, all the other things that are happening in school and society, and these guys are off doing all kinds of other stuff and spending money and all kinds. Like, we, we've given just Bro, billions you know we, and you know billions of dollars to, to Ukraine, and we can't do anything about this particular thing. Sorry, go ahead, Timmy. My bad. Go for it. Here's what we are. What mm -hmm. the United States of is and what they, what, they, what they became a long time ago is globalists. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, once you start taking care of every, everything in the world and fighting the world's battles, uh, you, you're, you're a globalist. So that means you don't put America first. And uh, that, that's, that's part of the problem. So, so you can give billions and billions and billions. It's like Tupac said, you got money for war, but you can't feed the poor. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He yeah. said it. So, that's true. So, and that's why, to me, Tupac mm -hmm. was a problem for the establishment. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, you've got all this money to put everywhere in this world except for uh, right here at home, whether it be our veterans, whether it be the kids or whatever. So um, I, I, I wish for a hard reset. I, and that's bad to say, but I, I, we need a hard reset. You just, uh, I'm, I hate I it. I hate how mad I Unfortunately, get. Unfortunately, we're – no, you're, you're okay, brother. Problem. Yeah. We're heading in that direction, man. Go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. here's, here's a bigger problem. Is that we're sitting here talking about like all these politicians and blah blah blah, how we need to blah blah blah. Listen, per our constitution, uh, our Declaration of Independence, we are we are we are supposed to be able to abolish a tyrannical government. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? We're mm -hmm. supposed to be able to if they're doing something that is against us, we need to take them out of office right now, immediately. Not the next election, not no impeachment. We need to go remove them right now. The problem is there's too many people that are so complacent on on life and their boats and their trucks and their cars and, and mm -hmm. whatever that they won't stand up to it because they can't take off work. So mm -hmm. uh, whether it be all this trans age and, and grown men being able to identify as eight-year-old little kids so they can pursue other kids or whatever, and basically pedophiles, mm -hmm. um, all of it, all of it as a whole. And people won't stand up, and they'd be so-called patriots, so-called conservatives, so-called whatever. And they just because you like something on Facebook, don't make don't make you a patriot. Don't make you nothing. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, you're you're uh, you're you're you play hardcore on social media, but you ain't putting in no footwork. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the problem. Nobody's going to stand together to do anything. So you got how many people in con- Congress? Like 180 something. Basically telling three. Yeah, at least 220 people, something. I guess I half think. of that is adult, whatever. Mm-hmm. Basically, what it's going to be. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And we're sitting here not liking none of it, but who's standing up together? Not not enough. Yeah, I think you know what I agree that's with you. Crazy. I agree with you, and I think that. Um, Unfortunately, we're heading in that direction. We're headed to a point where, like, people, you know, the people will have to do something, you know? And that's the thing about America. And that's the reason why you see these guys trying really hard. Like, when, you know, as a gun guy, I speak, I've spoken to people for years when these kind of things happen, right? And I'm telling you that the real people out, the, the news media, you see people saying one thing. You see Democrats, liberals saying one thing. You see even Republicans saying, you know, oh, maybe we need to be reasonable. We need to do this or that. Take away. The, they, they look at the gun as the solution, like taking away the guns, right? But when I see people in the real world and they see these things happening, if they don't have guns, they go, you know what? I need to find out about guns. Because they realize that when that when really the shit hits the fan for you, it's not the whole world that is happening to at, at once. It's for you. And you're the one who needs to defend yourself. If you're the adults in that school and that's happening, you get that thought like, man, I wish in this moment I could do something to save these kids, right? Other than try to lock the door. So when I talk to real people in, in the real world, they want guns. They want to be able to defend themselves. But our politicians out there, they're always pushing, let's take those guns away. Let's, you know, let's let's take this away. Let's take that away. No, no one sees that as the solution. Exactly. Yeah, globally. yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. it just comes down to the money. You got to trace the money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we have that. You know, it's funny. What it's, what <laughs> go ahead. No, I'm listening. I was no, just look, gonna. I was just gonna say in Australia and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say it's funny that we're kind of like on the same wavelength. We met today, you know. Um, but I'm not surprised that we're on the same same wavelength. It's it's interesting that you know we do different things, but we're on the same wavelength. So. Um, well, we wanna, we want to use our platform to promote what we believe and stand by. Kind of like mm-hmm. just, you know, I know we have a break coming up, so I'll yeah, talk about um, it. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like Safety Harbor Firearms. SHF is a quintessential family-owned small business totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor Firearms is a Florida-based manufacturer of the compact entry stock, and the SHTF 50 upper for an AR-15 lower. Also, SHF happily delivers on your Sten Gun parts needs. So don't forget to check out StenParts.com and SafetyHarborFirearms.com. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. We really, we, uh, we've already done two hours, believe it or not. It's been great, an awesome time. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. We're going to start wrapping it up, but I'm going to let you, Gina, I think you had a thought. I'll let you finish your thought. Yeah, I'll keep it super simple, but like um, this is kind of a good closing way mm-hmm. to end it, I think. But I, like you said, all three of us are on the same wavelength. And Timmy and I have actually, when we met and we, you know, started talking at dinner with my husband and everybody, we kind of were like, we're like, heck yes, this, we're, mm-hmm. we really want to. We're not doing this to be influencers. We're not doing we 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 genuinely do what we do because we love it, and it, I guess it's entertaining. And you know, mm-hmm. Rambo does the same thing. Mm-hmm. We really want to use our platform. And I did pray, you know, I pray to God about this when I was racing and doing this is 
if I ever am put on a big enough platform where I can make a difference in children's lives, because that's what I'm passionate about. And Timmy's the same way. Timmy's passionate about our youth. He's passionate about second amendment. He's passionate about making this country a better place. We want to make this place a better place for our children. It's not just about the now and when, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I'm really thankful that I've been put together with everybody. And just recently the UFC Holly Holmes won and she used her, she used that time to talk about we need to stop sexualizing our children. We need to stop putting them out there for predators. We need to stop the human trafficking of children. Yep. What is going on? Why are we, you know, we need, we need to make more of a point to make a voice for people who don't have one and they need to be protected. And how we do that is the set, like our constitution was written to protect the people from big government. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Um, Timmy, not, was not, this... just, not just big government. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not, not just big government, our government. Our mm -hmm. government. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? It's it's awesome to see this. And, and really what I, uh, you know, what I'm happy about here in this conversation, I think, is that hopefully the folks who are like in my circles that follow what I do and they're and they're watching us here, see, you know, who you guys really are and what you're about. And they could uh, find a way to go out there and support you guys, because I think we're all kind of like cut from the same cloth here. And uh, this has been a great conversation. I, I enjoyed the conversation we had uh, with Black Rambo as well. And I agree with something that he said. Like, if people talk to him and get to know him, they'll have a different idea of who he is. I feel that way. I agree with that. He's a very cool person. I think very good for the gun world and for the world overall as he um, as he grows and goes out there and does the things that I know he wants to do. So big thanks for him. He's not here, but big thanks to, to both of you as well. Um, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to tell the people out there how to follow and support you. Let's, uh, let's start actually with Timmy. Tell the folks out there how they can follow and support you on social media, etc. Man, it's just Timmy Dunn Music uh, on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, I think, is the same thing. So I'm, I'm more active on Instagram than anything. Uh, so just follow. Even if you don't like country music, that's not exactly what the whole brand or, or me or whatever is about. Um, we're, we're making other moves outside of just playing some songs. So uh, Timmy Dunn Music on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to check out your music, man. I never, you know, I've just been introduced to you now. But just, you know, I think people buy the person if that makes sense, you know, and just getting to know you as a person, I'm going to check out what you do. And if I could do anything to help, let me know. You've got our info. If, if you want to come back on here, or is there something else that we can do with our resources to help you? We'll be happy to do it. Uh, Gina, how can the people follow and support you on uh, social media? And I see Dave is in the chat, by the way. He says, great show. Hey, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, go well, for it, Gina. Uh, I mean, Gina Lucille. Pretty simple. I'm on uh, Instagram. I do have a Facebook. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah, there's a little delay. I said, I said, Dave. Oh, Dave. Dave. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm yeah. really passionate about is y'all um, calling him Dave. I called him Dave. Oh, okay. David. I say David. Oh yeah, I think I say Dave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You say Dave, I say, say David. Dave. But really, I mean, everyone needs to check out K2S Combat because mm -hmm. all of us are together on the platform. And um, 
you know, so K2S Combat on Instagram. We have a uh, Facebook and, and YouTube mm-hmm. page. Check out the fighters. Get to know them. You'll fall if you guys like WWE. You'll fall in love with them too. And uh, Timmy and I and Rambo and John. It's never a dull moment. I, I wish we could get John Keys on here too yeah. because yeah, we'll try all to- of us. We'll try to get him on. He's a really good guy. Um, I know him and Shermichael. We've done some stuff together. They're awesome. I love them. Um, so we'll try to get them on, and we'll try to get you guys to come back here. And what I can do to help you guys grow what you're going, uh, what you're doing here for my, uh, you know, for my part, I will absolutely do. Um, let me do this. One of you guys has to drop some wisdom on us, words of wisdom, and then we're out. So who's got the words of wisdom? Oh man, put me on the spot. I think it should be. I think you want you want to make it, Timmy. Then no, no. I'll, okay. I, I got one. Just okay. eat your veggies. No. no. Uh, eat what? <laughs> eat your veggies. Eat your veggies. I'm gonna mom mode it. Okay. Eat your oh, veggies. <laughs> and if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. <laughs> oh lord. And don't have. Stop having thin skin. Okay. okay. <laughs> thin skin all the way. New Englander. My like my grandfather would be rolling over in his grave if he saw you people out here these days. Thick skin. Wow. <laughs> Good. Did you want to add anything to that, Timmy? Uh, I don't know if I have anything great, but um, and I'm not really great with words, which that, that may sound weird, but it's like no matter what you do, whether it be music or like you're into like you're an actor or singer, what it doesn't matter what you do. Let that platform, let what you're doing be the vehicle. But let the destination be love and compassion and unity for all humanity. Awesome. That was great. Thanks to both of you guys. Uh, big thanks to, let me make sure I'm getting it right, K2S Combat. Right? Yes. Big shout out to you guys. Big shout out to uh, Black Rambo, um, as well as Timmy Dunn and Gina Lucille. Right. I hope I hope I got all of that right. And thanks to all of you for joining us here on YouTube. Um, and shout out to everyone in Utreon. Big thanks, everyone. Uh, stay right there. I'm going to end this. We'll see you guys on the next one. We are out of here.